from this show that you are currently tuned into will begin in about five minutes. Till then, enjoy this wonderful tune.
That's a lot earlier to 19, uh, than, than the Ultimate Centaur. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Chris Stolle back with another <laughs> Realm of the Mist podcast. Along with me, as always, is the lovely and beautiful Brian Miller. Oh, you're so sweet. That did not go the direction I thought it was going to go. <laughs> and the father-to-be Venus. Wait, I think I confused hey. that. <laughs> I think I might have confused that a little bit. <laughs> Only slightly. <laughs> Well, it's 2019, so I mean, yeah, that's true. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't assume genders, Chris. Ven- Venus is identifying as a male, so she can go piss on the Alamo. <laughs> but only in a sequence uh, dress. I identify as the CEO of Apple, so please start sending me my salary. That would be great. <laughs> All right, guys, we got a lot to dig in today, and uh, I want to try to keep this under two hours, so here we go. Good luck. (laughs) Well, since you heard us talking about Ozzy, we might as well start off with that one. Uh, Breaking news we just picked up. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne being rushed back to the hospital ICU unit. Uh, Unfortunately, condition seems to be worsening. Uh, uh, Actually, he may have never left. Let's see here. Ozzy Osbourne rushed to ICU as health worsens. Now wife Sharon shares update with fans. Ozzy Osbourne is making a steady recovery at home. uh, Having been rushed to the ICU in the wake of the diagnosis with an upper respiratory infection that threatened pneumonia. Only days ago, there were fears that the rock star's health could worsen. But the latest coming courtesy of Rolling Stone is that he is out of the ICU and breathing independently. This is why you check sources before you report sources. Uh, this, no, no, this is this is absolutely correct. But the thing is, is that the headline was misleading. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know the, headli- the headline the said time. that he was rushed to the ICU. But when you read the read the rest of the article, Sharon's telling you he's out and breathing independently. So actually, it's not that he's worsened; he's actually better and gotten out of the hospital. So you know what? That's great news. I'm glad that it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. <laughs> Surprise ending. Surprise. Look, I don't know. I don't care what style of music you are. Ozzy Osbourne is kind of a world treasure. Uh, he is the birth of heavy metal. He, you know, with, with Black Sabbath. Uh, the man's had a career that spanned close to 50 years. Uh I mean, I'll let you guys discuss your your own views and opinions of Ozzy Osbourne, but I mean, the guy's a legend. The last thing in the world you want to hearing think bad things about his, uh, about his health or his condition or possibility of dying, to me, kind of ranks up there if like we heard Betty White was going to drop, <laughs> or or quite honestly, I think the death of Ozzy Osbourne, you know, hopefully no time soon, knock on wood, would affect me the same way like Stan Lee did. Hmm. What do you guys think? Um, well, see, I'm I'm kind of indifferent when it comes to Ozzy, just because, you know me, I'm a country guy. I didn't really grow up listening to Ozzy a whole lot. Okay, but would you? But, but would you agree that it would be a loss I, of a legend or I an do icon? Agree with that. Yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right. Well, that was simple enough. 
<laughs> Again, read the articles before we put it. This literally dropped you're, you're talking my to lap. a country boy and a Canadian girl. <laughs> well, Canadians like Ozzy. Yeah. Hey, look, Canadians I... have to like anything other than Justin Bieber. Why else did they kick his ass down here for us to deal with? I actually used to get called Ozzy when I was like 13 years old by my friend's drunk dad all the time. <laughs> Why? It was the eyeliner. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, you look nothing like him. <laughs> oh, God, no, it was the eyeliner, and she was always drunk, so uh, good I'll, time. I'll be honest with you, I'm, I am an Ozzy Osbourne fan, but if he looked like you, I'd probably have gone to more shows. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can you imagine a blonde Ozzy? What's that? Can you imagine a blonde Ozzy? I don't have to imagine. You can look it up. 1986. He was, wasn't he? At one point. Yes, he was during during the Ultimate Sin era. He was he was rocking uh, not only blonde but like the feathery blowout blonde mm. <laughs> during the during the mid and I, late 80s. I probably would, like confused him with someone else then. <laughs> so, all right, moving mm. moving on. Other other pieces of news. I'll get some bad news out of the way before we go into the silliness and then the politics. We'll save the politics for last. Oh, I imagine. Yeah. Because I imagine that's where we're really going to, like, you know, get involved, so. Alright, so luckily that was bad bad news that turned out to be good news. I didn't get a chance to read the article before we went on air. So, these other ones more confirmed. Um, First and foremost, the singer of Prodigy passed away today. Band has confirmed suicide. Uh, His name was Keith. I can't remember his last name. I don't have it in front of me at the top of my uh, top of my head. But uh, I hate to say it. Some people may remember Prodigy, Smack My Bitch Up, and uh, Firestarter were two big hits of theirs. I wasn't a huge fan. Um, It sucks, especially when it's uh, something like Suicide. And I know he wasn't that old to begin with. I think maybe late 40s, uh, 50-ish to begin with. But at the same time, kind of like what Brian just said, I'm kind of indifferent to it because I wasn't a fan of the music or, or, or... or uh, the the band in general. Mm-hmm. So, guys, what do you think of the loss of the lead singer of Prodigy? To be honest, I'm in the same boat you are. <laughs> I really am. Uh, I, I, you know, like I said, I'm a country boy. I actually just saw that meme today saying that he died, and I was looking at it like, okay, well, who is this? <laughs> Well, well, as I said, as I said, he's one of those people. Like he was never really fully in the spotlight. I mean, the band band was mm-hmm. very underground. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you heard, you know, "Smack My Bitch Up" or or "Firestarter," which both were really, I want to, I want to say, I almost want to say they were kind of ahead of their time because they they, I know it's supposed to be like punk industrial, mm-hmm. is, is the style that it's supposed to be. But I'd say it's closer to the modern dubstep. Yeah. Which makes me hate it to begin with. But, I mean, <clears throat> if you heard the song, you know the song. Even if you don't know the band or the singer. It's, it's what I was trying to say. I, b- I believe I've heard you. Have you you've played Prod- uh, Prodigy on uh, uh, Raise the Underground before, haven't you? Yeah, I got I got I requested to do it. I thought you had, yeah. I had to go search it out because it would never be in my personal playlist. <laughs> Again, not a fan. Right. But uh, thoughts and prayers go out to his bandmates, his family, his friends. Uh, and again, it raises the major awareness, guys. 
Suicide is a major epidemic in this world. I don't care who you are, whether you're a rich rock star or uh, a shitty politician or just a dude who works nine to five. Mm-hmm. Um, there's better out there than, than to take your own life. Seek help. Talk to somebody, whether it's uh, calling an 800 number, going on a website, or just finding a good buddy or, or family member or something like that. Talk to somebody. The alternative, mm-hmm. yeah, the pain ends for you, but it lingers for everybody else. Yeah. Uh, on that sad note, let's get the other sad note completely out of the way as well. Uh, 90210 fans and the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie fans and fans of the modern series Riverdale are sad in a day as Luke Perry uh, died today of a brain aneurysm, which... I don't know if it had anything to do with it, but a couple days ago he was uh, hospitalized for a stroke, and a couple days later later he has an aneurysm go off in his head, and unfortunately he was 52 years old. Mm-hmm. Leaves behind wife, children, uh, and a career. Uh, guys, again, news about uh, Luke Perry. How would you guys feel about that? Well, I, I should have had Kirsty sit in on this part of it because uh... – uh, she's a, a big Riverdale fan. She she's been watching Riverdale, like, you know, religiously. And uh, she told me the other day that he was in the hospital. And uh, you know, I'm not real familiar with his work, but I know that she is. And then uh, the, today, this morning, we were sitting around drinking coffee and 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 realized that uh, I saw on Facebook that he had died. And I showed her, and she's like, "Wait, what?" And and saw that they had shut down production on the uh, on the show and stuff of what was going on. But uh, like I said, I, I'm not real familiar with his work, but I, I Kirsty said that it was kind of a, a big blow, you know, as far as Riverdale goes anyway. Well, for Riverdale, yeah, because he plays the character of Archie's dad. But, mm-hmm. I mean, this guy this guy was like a, a, a I want to say, a late 90s heartthrob with 90210 playing the character, I believe, of Dylan. Yeah. Mm. You know, so, I mean, he, he, he was a big deal for quite a while, and then he kind of went into obscurity, but for the reasons of being because of he was a devoted father and husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, got uh, roped into doing Riverdale. And that, that seemed to be kickstarting his career. And then all of a sudden, this type of stuff happened. So, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of the work that he did. I think out mm-hmm. of everything he's done, the big thing that I enjoyed the most that he was in was Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, not that crap oh. TV show. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who did it like Buffy? What the hell? <laughs> but the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where he was the love interest to Buffy, uh, you know, and it's the same movie where Pee Wee Herman played a vampire. I mean, you get you can't you can't go wrong with that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Venus, what about you? I, he he was kind of your tar- You were kind of his target audience. Yeah, you know what? I just got my my daughter actually just started watching Riverdale tonight today which is like so weird to start watching it when like one of the main actors passes away. But yeah, I really like that show. Like the third season was just like ridiculous. But after getting up to that part, like the third season, you're like, now I have to watch like what could happen with this Gargoyle King shit and whatnot. It was Mm -hmm. pretty interesting. I liked this character too. Really calm and like, you know, got the little church dad thing going on and everything. Well, see, Uh, it does it does raise an interesting question. It does raise an interesting question for the show. Um obviously they're not going to cancel the show, but how are they going to handle the death of Luke Perry? 
Are they going? Well, you know to- what? He got shot twice already, or though know, he got shot once or twice, I can't remember. But yeah, he was a target for being murdered by um, Veronica's dad. Um, so uh, they just made a truce, like um, uh, Veronica's dad and Archie. So you know that could be a huge plot twist all of a sudden. That is true. I mean, I know again. I know nothing of the show. I've never watched. Uh, I've watched one episode of it, and uh, quite was- honestly, I'm an I'm an Archie uh, traditionalist. So it kind of pissed me off. <laughs> you know, yeah, I pre- it's got quite a different storyline going on. The whole different everything. But once you like get into it, it's like pretty much like Getty's show and. I don't know. I'm like 30 years old, and it appealed to me. So <laughs> exactly, and and you know, particularly Luke Perry again being a heartthrob for so many years. He you know he's he's one of those like sexiest men alive type deal, even even in his older age of you know 52. Um, but the question the question still remains: Do you think uh, do they write his character as killed during the off season, or do they recast? Uh, they could honestly. They could just kill him. <laughs> that would be the best thing. Like, he's been targeted for a while. There's been so much drama going on within his family and, like, a bunch of mobsters, like, like, um, not dire- like indirectly. So, I mean, it could definitely, like, fuel a lot of fire for the show also. All right. Brian, what about you? Would you in that type of scenario? It's kind of it's kind of, it's kind of the Leia conversation all over. Yeah, that's what I was going to compare it to. Uh, uh, I mean, it's it's it could be on a different scale as Leia then, because Leia was something that spanned, you know, forty years, you know, and, and it's something somebody that a lot of people grew up with, and and you know maybe I mean how long has been how long has Riverdale been on? Three years. Uh, About three years. Three seasons at least. Yeah. Three seasons. Uh. I don't know. See, at at this point, I, they'll probably if, if that's the case. If he's been shot that many times, they'll probably kill him off. But I don't see anything, I guess, wrong with recasting him. I mean, maybe if I was a big fan of the show, maybe I'd I'd have a different outlook on it. But I, just from the outside looking in, go ahead and recast him. Don't recast him. <laughs> no. No, no. In my opinion, no, no. Like, <laughs> no. It's just so much going on. It's like it's almost like the big finale of the whole show. So. To recast him now, it would just ruin the whole show. Well, there you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. You know what? I'm not a fan of the show, but I'd almost, I'd almost, I, I agree with Venus on that because again, it, it, it's like the Leia conversation all over again. Would would we even accept a recast of a of a beloved character? Right. You know, or or even if it wasn't so much a beloved character, but such a recognizable actress. Mm-hmm. You know, as as Carrie Fisher was, it's kind of the same deal with Archie's dad in Riverdale. Um, it, it it's basically Luke Perry's part. Again, don't know the char- uh, the character that well. I I like the Archie comics. I don't care for the TV show. That being mm-hmm. said, though, that's his role, and could could yeah. there, could they even really replace him? You know what I mean? And should they even try? You know, it's really the question. Not at this point. And Definitely I, not at this point. <laughs> I, that's what I was going to say. As far as I understand it from people that are fans of the show, he really did make that character his own. And mm-hmm. it would probably be a terrible mistake. And it'll, I, I would feel bad for whoever tried to fill his shoes moving forward. Oh. I definitely think it's yeah. better for him to like die in a car accident or, or something like that on the show and just write the character off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
there's like so much drama going on, like anything could possibly happen at this point. But I mean, it's like uh, season three, episode 19 coming out or 19 or 20. So mm. no, you can't just go in now. Just I mean, like, this, show's, this show's going to be done after the series, though, pretty much. Fair enough. All right. So again, thoughts and prayers from Realm of the Mist Entertainment to the uh, friends and family of Luke Perry and, of course, the fans. Uh, quite honestly, this one I could definitely say, un- un- unlike the last uh, the last one, he will he will be missed because I know he had a very very strong and dedicated fan following for many many years. Mm-hmm. So you know, thoughts and prayers to his, to his family. Uh, all right. So now we move on to a little bit better entertainment news before we take Yay. our break and go into politics. <laughs> let's let's see. I, I got three of them here, and I I think I want to start off with the one that'll probably be the shortest yet the funniest one to talk about. Wesley Slipes returning as Blade. Fucking A! In an R-rated Blade movie. Fucking A! Here's my Where question. Were they all rated R? Yeah, but I don't, know if, I don't know if Trinity was rated R. I think that may have been PG-13, but definitely the first Blade was rated R. So, I, think, I think Trinity was PG-13 now that you say that. You know, Blade 1 and maybe Blade 2 was definitely rated R. So mm-hmm. my my question is, although it's great to hear Wesley Snipe is back, it's great to hear that it is Blade, and as far as I understand it, he is going to be interconnected to the to the MCU, so he's part of the universe now. So is this a reboot? Uh, th- th- from what I read, they're not calling it a reboot; they're calling it four. So does that that would if this is part of the MCU, then then the other four films are MCU films. I guess. That's what I get out of it. Again, there's nothing. There's nothing reporting it one way or the other. But they they are saying that it's it's bringing him into the MCU, right? You know what I mean. So take that take that for what you will. Maybe they're going to do something in this movie that even though it is Blade Four, kind of like erases the embarrassment of Trinity. Who knows? But my my biggest thing I want to ask you guys is: Didn't we already do an R-rated Blade movie? What's so special about this? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the great news, Wesley Snipe is back. Great. Because I can't, again, it's one of those situations I can't picture anybody else doing Blade. Who has the rights to Blade? Is it is it back at Marvel Studios? Uh, you'd have to look that up. I don't know. Hang on, I'll look. I'm pretty sure it was Fox, but I'm, I'm not exactly sure. I thought sure. it was, too. But then again, has... Disney owns Fox, so Marvel now has well, Fox. They're, they're getting ready to finalize that this week. But while he's too. while he's looking that up, like I said before, I, I couldn't imagine anybody else playing Blade. I mean that that has really been Wesley Snipes' character since the first time it was seen on screen. Uh, they did try a TV show and kind of a a, a direct DVD offshoot movie with another actor, and it just wasn't the same. So it it is to me it's great news to hear that Wesley Snipes is back, but really. We have to make a deal out of big deal out of it that it's a rated R blade. <laughs> the first one was rated R, and it was great. It's probably one of mm-hmm. the arguments I made about uh, everybody saying, "Oh, Deadpool's the first rated R uh, superhero movie." Really? Um. Okay, I got an answer here. Okay, it okay. says uh, by August of 2012, the film rights to Blade had reverted back to Marvel Studios. Uh, in May 2013, The Hollywood Reporter reported that Marvel had a working script for Blade 
at San Diego Comic-Con 2015, Snipes told IGN that both he and Marvel Warren talks about bringing Blade back to theaters. In 2016, Underworld actress Kate Beckinsale stated that Marvel was doing something with Blade after she was asked about a crossover between both franchises. So, as of right now, they're probably going to end up rebooting it with Snipes. Why bother? Like I, I could, I could. I see, don't know. I could see. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use a DC uh, thing, even though it's not part of the DCEU. I'm going to use Superman Returns as an example, even though it's a, probably a terrible example. I'm going to use Superman Returns as an example. Jesus. All right. Yes, we know. <laughs> Super, we know Superman Returns was not well received, but Superman Returns was supposed to retcon Superman Three and Superman, especially Superman Four: The Quest for Peace. That's why it takes place directly five years after Superman Two. Mm-hmm. If you're worried about Trinity, because let's face it, Blade Two was good. Blade Three was yeah. garbage. Yeah, agreed. Okay, and the spinoffs we don't even we don't even talk about those <laughs> spinoffs. What spinoffs? The offshoots, the spinoffs, whatever. Those it was. didn't happen. Yeah, whatever it was, as far as we know, <laughs> they they never happened. Uh, do- dollar store knockoff. So why can't this, instead of rebooting, just pick up where Blade 2 left off? Why not just retcon Trinity and move on? I don't know. Well, I just don't see them being able. I don't see. The, I don't see them being able to do this without it being a reboot. I mean, I mean, otherwise they're going to have to go back and say, "Look, the first three films were MCU films." Then, you know, it'd be like. Uh, I mean, the only person, you, the only character you can get away with re- rebooting the character and keeping the same actor is Deadpool, and that's because of who Deadpool is. That's the only way you can get a, get, get away with it. With I Blade, did, I did hear rumor, but I didn't put it on the show because I didn't know. Uh... I didn't know, first off, how true it was. I didn't get to research it. Uh, that Fox is in talks of rebooting the whole entire X-Men franchise with the exception oh, of no. Deadpool. Oh, okay. Well, have Deadpool kind of be the usher of in the new one? Right. Uh, obviously, Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, safe and secure. But everything else, as far as the X-Men franchise, all new actors, all new story. It needs to happen. Well, hell, we've, we've already seen all the 70s characters. And 80s characters in Deadpool 2. Well, again, not confirmed. This is, this is only rumor at this point. That's mm-hmm. why I was even hesitant to bring it up until we were t- discussing this about you bringing up uh, the only person you can get away with is Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Which is not wrong. But my, my point being is if you're going to have the same actor who's now older play Blade... It it Mm -hmm. seems right to just let the story continue, whether you allow Trinity to exist or not. Then they're going to have to go back and and say that those other films are MCU films then. Why not? They they didn't do anything that really would retcon anything that that happened. Contradict. Yeah, contradict anything that happened in in any of the MCU storylines. So why not? They happened. That's true. You could. I mean, they could do it, but it's going to be one of those. I, I don't... I don't know. I don't know how fans are going to react. I mean, hardcore fans are going to love it. But general, like, general fans who just go see Marvel movies because, you know, even the general movie-going audience is like, ooh, Marvel movie? Okay, those are usually pretty good. They're not going to know these old Blade movies unless they do some, like, theatrical re-release of them and saying, oh, these are the new MCU films. We just digitally inserted Avengers Tower into the background. <laughs> well, that might work. <laughs> What about you, Venus? Do you ever watch any of the Blade movies? Do you even care? I 
did. I think I watched uh, the last one, Trinity. But, I mean, I hardly, like, watch, watch, watch movies unless I'm, like, you know, like, being, like, smothered by my children or something and having to sit there. Problems with ADHD. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they, um, from what I remember, though, it's pretty okay. There you I go. Mean, no complaints about it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Blade one. Blade one. It becomes MCU property. Blade two becomes MCU property. We keep Ron, uh, Ron Perlman. Blade three. We have Deadpool show up in the beginning of Blade four, and stop that from even happening. Nope. 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 Because Ryan Johnson's uh, Ryan Reynolds is in that movie. Nope. 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 This didn't happen. <laughs> stop it. it. No. This yes. is the real story. <laughs> just have the whole look, I would pay to go see that <laughs> I would pay to go watch a three minute movie of them starting Blade Trinity and then you know Deadpool just shows up blows his fucking head off and goes not this time roll credits I, I would watch that are we basically are we basically making Deadpool in our own little head cannons here are we basically making Deadpool thanks to Deadpool 2 by the way because it's really he's cleaning up the timeline he, he, yeah. he's, he's, he's an eraser to the pencil yeah. Anytime anything is wrong, just have Deadpool show up and fix it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see nothing wrong with this. <laughs> no, I'm cool with it. Maybe he could start sliding into other Disney properties. <laughs> and you know, it makes me wonder though too, you know, talking about Deadpool real quick. When you when you when you talk about how Deadpool is erasing some of these timelines and whatnot, and then you think about the end of Deadpool too. And he's talking to Wolverine right at the end of Origins, and he's like, just cleaning up the timeline, and he's shooting himself in the fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, look, someday soon you're going to want to hang up the claws, but one of these days your old pal Deadpool's going to come talk to you, and you're going to say yes and get back on the wagon. And he's just like, oh, okay. It, it makes me wonder if Deadpool 3, he's going to come back to Hugh Jackman and go, dude, you got to do this one more motherfucking time. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All, all of a sudden, I, while I'm listening to you, I just had the flash in my head about, like, you don't know what you're doing messing with the timelines. And Deadpool just turned around, shut the fuck up. <laughs> or somebody tells Deadpool, you can't be doing this. He's like, just trust me, goddammit. I've seen things. <laughs> you don't want to know so where this worse. goes. Deadpool can do anything. I've He's seen like a future. immortal. I've seen a future that is dark and dreary because there's no Wolverine in it. You need to be Wolverine. And the whole time, Wolverine's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> have, have, have Daniel Radcliffe show up for work like he's getting ready to play Jesus. Wolverine in the next next in my movie. It's just, no. Just He jumps right in his face, finger in his face. No. Bad. Go back to Hogwarts. Back. That, 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 that. What are you talking about, Expect no Patronum your ass that way. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, bub? What can Deadpool not do at this point? No, De Deadpool, but Deadpool could pop up in the next fucking DC movie, and I'd be completely fucking okay with it. That's probably how you would fix a DC movie. You could fix a DC <laughs> movie that way. You're not fucking wrong. <laughs> no, nope. it... It could happen, and I'd be perfectly okay with it. Look, even the late Stan Lee had stated, you want the best way to have a DC movie fix itself? Have me show up in it. <laughs> yeah. Stan was quoted. You want to fi you you fix the DCEU? Have me appear. No, you're right. He was. <laughs> he said that. Hey, well. That happened. <laughs> it is humble. Make it happen, right? Hollywood. That's it, yeah. You know what? It could really start the What If series. 
the 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 string the string of comics for a while that that did have the uh, DC Marvel crossover. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty fun. I'm cool. All mm-hmm. right. Well, sp- speaking of Marvel, we got a little bit more Marvel to, to run into real quick. Uh, it has been reported that Marvel is looking to create another origin movie. This Yay! one, this one may or may not have people excited. It looks like they're looking to uh, bring us the story of the Silver Surfer. I'm cool with it. Oh, I'm I'm excited for it. But at the same time, the last time we saw the Silver Surfer, it was in that Fantastic Four sequel. Mm-hmm. So. Can we really be excited for this? If you're doing Silver Surfer and you're not doing Fantastic Four, you can do Silver Surfer without the Fantastic Four. Um, yeah, no, you can do this. Because the, the story of Silver Surfer is really, really interesting when you really delve into it. You know what I mean? Like his history and what happened with his family and whatnot and why he works for Galactus. No, it's it's absolutely amazing. Well, if anything, learn from the Fantastic Four sequel and learn, especially from, again, we're back on Ryan Reynolds, learn from the Green Lantern and have Galactus actually appear in the mm-hmm. movie. If you're going to involve him... The Galactus, not yeah. a giant-ass fucking cloud. Right. If you're going to have him in the movie, have him appear. <laughs> unlike Parallax and Green Lantern, unlike Galactus in the oh, Fantastic Four sequel, cloud. Rise of the, the Silver big, Surfer, where it was just a cloud. cloud. It, it that's really what pissed off fans from those movies to begin with mm-hmm. because you weren't true to the source material in those aspects. Right. So learn from that mistake. If you're going to include Galactus in the storyline of, of Galactus with the Silver Surfer, which you kind of have to, make him the actual character and not just some omnipotent uh spectral figure that's mythical and and whimsical and nobody's ever truly seen his form if anything learn what thanos has done on screen and how Mm. good it was to have thanos on screen yeah just don't i didn't think i didn't think lords fishborne was really a good uh, choice for the voice though oh of what galactus no, of Silver Surfer. Oh, Surfer, yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I forgot he was the I, I, Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think that was a really great choice, you know what I mean? Well, who would you use, Morgan Freeman? No, oh, that's that's too cliche. Uh, <laughs> he's right, you know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, you get, there's so many good voice actors nowadays that you could get away with almost anybody. You know, part of me really wants to say James Earl Jones, but that's too fucking cliche, too. It's too recognizable. Um, I wouldn't yeah, use, no, I wouldn't it's use be... James because James would you, you, Silver Surfer would automatically be Darth Vader. Yeah, no, like Mufasa. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. It's got to be somebody. It would have to be somebody with a very distinguishable. Oh my God, Mark Hamill. Well, no, I was gonna say Billy D. Williams. <laughs> Billy D. Hey, why not? I mean, he did... Billy F&D. Why not? He did Two-Face in the uh, Lego Batman movie. Well, that made sense, because he was Two-Face in one of the first Batman movies, and they replaced him with Tommy Lee Jones when they actually had to burn him. Yeah. <laughs> Which was kind of handy, but, you know, no, I, I'd be all for Billy D. Billy D, Billy D. Or even, or even Harrison Ford. You know, he could fly up to Glaxo. Hey, I, I, was, I was on Earth, and... Uh, Man, they're making a lot of weird movies about 
you know, my son throwing me off of a off of a railless bottomless pit and Indiana Jones four, what what is that shit? You need to go eat Earth. Like you you know that's <laughs> like Harrison Ford would just Hey Galactus. <laughs> Yeah, I was looking at this this uh, this planet, and I already don't like this dependent man kneels before God. <laughs> I told you, don't call me Galactus. <laughs> don't call me that. All right, so yeah, obviously the the the, the long and the short is is that we're excited for it, just do it right this time. Fuck yeah. yeah. I think we if it's if it's Marvel Studios doing it, which obviously it's going to be because those rights went back with Fox. It's going to be done right, as long as they don't make Silver Surfer some fucking black woman that that fucking. Uh, well, you know where I'm going with that. Well, look, 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 look. Even even if Fox was separate but was working with Marvel, look at what Sony Pictures is doing with Spider Man now, thanks to Marvel. Mm-hmm. They're finally doing it right. You know, so they got the right actor. They got the right stories going on. They put them at the right age. So, I mean, but, you know, Sony's not making any of those fucking decisions. Like, like, it's not like Marvel Studios took over. Sony's making the decisions, but nothing is getting past Kevin Feige. Well, he doesn't want it to. Well, that's That's what I'm getting. No, that's the thing. Sony is getting the money. For they're, they 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 they're a library right now. They lent out the character, mm-hmm. and just collecting the reward, which is what right. Sony needed to do with that character because they were drowning him. Uh, again, the 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 Sam Raimi trilogy. I actually like the Sam Raimi trilogy of Spider Man. Uh, uh, well, minus three. My, no, I didn't mind three so much. I just hated Topher Grace as Venom. Mm-hmm. The storyline of the of the movie itself didn't bother me. He bugged me, mm. uh, and and of course the emo Peter thing didn't really sit well with me. Either. <laughs> um, Amazing Spider-Man again started off solid. Uh, yeah, what, what they did two, with the first movie two was great. Was shit, <laughs> two was hot guard. Two was there with Electra to me. Ooh, no, I'd watch Electra again before I would Amazing Spider-Man two. Oh my god, it was horrible. So, I mean, they always find a way of fucking it up. It's kind of the reason why I'm a little concerned about Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Because they've been on the right track with Spider-Man, with Homecoming, with uh, Civil War, with... Uh, it's about time they fuck it up, right? Yeah, with uh, with <laughs> Avengers Infinity War. Now we got another standalone uh, Spidey movie, and the first thing we do is we put them out in the rest of the world outside of New York. Well, think about think about it. Do, you, do I don't know if anybody realizes we've already got three movies with the new Spider-Man in it. Yeah, think about. I mean, I, you don't really realize that until you really stop for a second thinking. You're like, well, fuck, he's already been in three of them. We've already had three appearances. You know what I mean? He's already had his own film. He was in Civil War. And he's in Infinity War. But in fairness, if you break it down to its essentials, he was in two full movies. Mm-hmm. And one cameo appearance. Right. Because Civil yeah, no, War, he was a cameo. It's time for fucking up, yeah. Yeah. Civil War was a cameo. It was to get you excited about the fact that there was a new Spider-Man. Then right. he got his own movie. Then he showed up in Infinity War where he dies. Mm-hmm. And probably one of the most... Well, well... Spoiler. He's not He's not dead. He snapped. He, he got he's, snapped. He, he smoked, yeah. Yeah, he smoked. Yeah. So, he smoked. 
obviously we know he's coming back. It's Spider-Man. You don't kill Spider-Man. If you do kill Spider-Man, it's only because you're deciding to make way for something like the Miles Morales Spider-Man. No, I, that's not what I want them to do. But <laughs> that's the only way I can see them killing Spider-Man right now. Mm. But that doesn't mean that Far From Home isn't going to screw everything up. Especially awesome. if Sony is in control of it. It actually looks pretty good. Like, I'm not going to lie. That trailer, like I've taken my kids to see that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it looks good. But, you know, I've seen trailers for movies that looked great. Then I saw the movie. Like, how can you fuck up a superhero movie? Like, it, it's got to be hard to do. Like, you have to get paid to do that or something. She hasn't apparently seen Fan 4 Stig. <laughs> or Batman v Superman pre-Ultimate uh, Edition. <laughs> <laughs> Just how can you do that, though? Like, it's, it's a very simple concept. They fight, you know, a bunch of dramatic scenes of and, like, violence and... Oh, you superhero qualities when you think they're going to go down. I mean, the whole plot's like, it's pretty well written in stone. Like, one of the ways you screw it up is you don't stay true in some way, shape, or form to the source material. It's the same thing you deal with with Star Trek and Star Wars fans, is mm-hmm. that there's so much lore out there to, to, uh, to the mythos of, of, of the characters, of the, of the world they live in, whatever. That you kind of like we were just saying about you know Galactus, if they if they made him a, a a cloud in space as opposed to the character that's in the comics, it's gonna piss the fans off again because yeah. the fans want to see what they've seen in the comics. So of course you have to creative license because of uh, the fact that it's a two hour movie. You have to make it a little bit more exciting than just dialogue as some comic books are, but you want to remain faithful to the source material because yeah. your hardcore fans are the ones that are going to critique the shit out of it if you stray too far. That's how you screw up, yeah. a, that's how you screw up a comic book movie. If you piss well, off your core fans. Look, when, when Van Thorstick came out, I remember everybody talking about how it was <laughs> the worst comic book film ever. And I'm like, no. No, it's not going to be the worst. And then, but I didn't go see it in theaters. I waited for it to come. And I think I actually watched the bootleg version of it. I think Kirsty's dad uh, had it, and he's like, "You gonna watch the new Fantastic Four?" And I'm like, "You know what? Yeah, let's let's just see how bad this really is." I feel like wasting <laughs> two hours of my life. So we sat down, like for the first hour, hour and fifteen, twenty minutes. I'm like, I don't know why everybody's bitching. This isn't that bad. You know, it's a darker Fantastic Four. And then that moment hit, and you're like. I've never seen a movie derail so goddamn fast in my. It was literally in the blink of an eye. It just, oh, got it. <laughs> I, I didn't even have to watch the last like forty-five minutes. I was like, got it, got it. I see why. Okay. And then I watched the last forty-five minutes, and I it's just, I've never seen a movie ever. Forget comic book movies. I mean movies in general. I've never seen a movie that had a pivotal. Oh, there it is. Derail moment. I, and that was the one. And I was like, holy shit, what the fuck are they thinking? It, it, re- it really is like, you know, the take take one of the most iconic movies you could think of, like Gone with the Wind. When Rhett Butler turns around, he says, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. And they break out into a porn session. Yeah. That's the type of derailment we're talking about for these types of films. No, and again, you're right. And, and when, we're ta- when we're talking about comic book movies, I was just thinking about this, too. Everything seems to derail at threes. That was mm-hmm. the third, even though it was a reboot, that was the third Fantastic Four movie. Mm-hmm. And it was garbage. 
we were just talking about Blade. Trinity was the third movie. was a hot mess. Spider-Man 3 was a hot mess. And now mm-hmm. we're looking at the third full appearance of Spider-Man with Far From Home. Is the tradition going to continue? Uh, X-Men 3. Do I need to say more? I don't know. Look at Iron Man 3. Even Iron Man 3 was considered the worst of the Iron Man trilogy. I mean, it yeah. didn't derail the MCU, thankfully, but right. it's considered the worst of the three Iron Man movies. Yeah. So, no, I, like, I don't know. What if they did just get so far with it, you know, and then just think, yeah, we're just going to, like, chop it up to this and, like, mash up together and, you know, fucking... Well, what happened with Fantastic Four? What happened with Fantastic Four was uh, it was Josh Trank was directing, and he I guess there were reports of him showing up drunk every morning and 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 just hung over, you know, from everything. And and apparently, the studio there were too many hands in the cookie jar, and too many chiefs and not enough Indians. And apparently everybody wanted their say and they used everything Josh Trank was doing up to a point. And then the studio said, OK, stand back, hold my beer, watch this shit. And they, they were going for like the whole like plot twist, blow your fucking mind. They succeeded, but not in not in the way that they actually, I think, planned. They wanted they wanted the uh, Empire Strikes Back, Luke, I'm your father moment, right? They, and, or or the or yeah. the uh, Spock dies and Rathacon type moments, mm-hmm. and the only the only comic book movie that's been able to pull that off, honestly, is Infinity War. Right. A lot of the shit in Infinity War, you sat there going, Dark Knight did it too a couple times. You think so? I don't. I think so because I remember. I remember going to see the Dark Knight. Dark Knight. You know, like when you talk about Lord of the Rings, how it's got like uh, Return of the King's got like seven endings. Uh, Dark Knight for me, like we got to the point where Rachel dies, right? Where she blows up, and right. he's going for Rachel, and you thought he was going to get her, and then he was at the wrong, at the wrong location, and I honestly thought that was going to be the end of the movie, and I'm like, oh, oh my god. Oh holy shit! She just fucking went up like, and, and you know, and then you start thinking about what that's gonna do because nobody knew Two Face was gonna be in the Dark Knight. Everybody was focused on Joker. Two Face being in it was just this complete out of left field thing. And then there's another forty five minutes to the fucking movie. Well, see, we can so, we can make an argument. We can make an argument for that because I don't I don't agree with you. Like, I, it was a it was a fucked up moment, sure, but it wasn't an oh my, it wasn't a uh, I'm your father moment to me because I knew Rachel was gonna die and I knew that would be the catalyst for Two Face. I guess I just missed even it. even if the movie ended right there and Two Face was safe for the next movie, it's like it's still. I knew Harvey wasn't gonna die. Somebody had to. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> right. No, I just I really thought he was gonna get there in time, or that Harvey was gonna be the one to go. You know. Well, see, I, I wouldn't have been surprised had they killed Harvey, because they were. You know, it was. We've seen them kill char- uh, comic book characters off before they actually become who they're supposed to be anyway. You know, it's how many times do you see a comic book movie? We've got hundreds of issues of them fighting the superhero over and over again, but then they die in the first movie they appear in. Well, true. I mean, uh, hell, Tim Burton was famous for that. He killed off pretty much everybody in the Batman. Right. Right. But then then Schumer got a hold of it, and we we won't go there again. Schumacher. Schumacher. Schumer, Schumacher, whatever. Fucking bat nipples. (laughs) I'm surprised the Batmobile didn't have fucking nipples. (laughs) <laughs> if they would have done a Batman 5, it probably would have happened. And those high beams down. 
The nipples had nipples. Well, if they would have put nipples on the bat suit again, I know something that would have ripped them off. That was, you know what? When when they were talking about Batman v Superman, before we even knew what Ben Affleck looked like as Batman, right? Before they even showed us what the suit looked like, we were all chomping at the bit like, what the fuck does he look like? I remember Kevin Smith got to see the picture before anybody else. And right. he was telling everybody, he's like, I can't tell y'all what it looks like. He goes, but I can say this much. It was the most badass, most true to the comic bat suit I've ever seen in my life. And there wasn't a fucking nipple anywhere on it. Like, like <laughs> that's, that's exactly what he said. And we were all excited about it, you know, and then they teased the, the picture of the Batmobile under the tarp. And then the next day they released that photo of Batman standing next to it. And I about shit my fucking pants. He really that motherfucker, did look yeah. the part. It was, and then and then to realize that there was no padding in that suit, and that was all Ben Affleck. That boy bumped himself up. Son of a bitch! Yeah, most most comic book uh, superhero movies, uh, the the actors, the suits are padded. Like even if they're yeah. in well shape, they still define them with with padding mm-hmm. in in the suit, in the spandex. Ben Affleck is Batman in Batman v Superman and in uh, Justice League. That's all Ben. That's Ben. Well, that definitely changes how I feel about him. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did ungodly things to get in shape for that role, and it was just. I mean, as soon as they released that picture, the first thought was, "Wow, that's a seriously padded up bat suit." And then he came out and was like, "No, that's that's all Ben. That's that's flesh. That's beef." And it's like, "Holy fucking shit! <laughs> this guy is going to make people stop fucking breathing." Right, like he he beefcaked the shit out of himself for that role, which is no, why it's so surprising he's walking insane. away for after so much dedication you gave to it. You're gonna walk away, right? But we've already had that conversation. As yeah. I said, if they ever decided to put bat nipples back on the bat suit, first off, we know Luke Skywalker would probably milk it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've seen that meme. That's hilarious. Um, but also I think I know something, which is our next story, which would bite them off to make sure they wouldn't exist anymore. There was a time when horror movies could be campy, could be a little out of the blue, could be even a little B rated, but at the same time, stand the test of time and become absolute classics. And sometimes those classics from 20, 30 years ago make a return onto a channel called Shudder. Yes. A long time ago, there was a crate. Let me, let me paint the scene for you. It's like the late 80s, <laughs> early 90s. You set the scene at this little farmhouse out in the middle of freaking nowhere. And an alien ship crash lands. And out comes these little puffballs that have spikes on their back and teeth. And they are being hunted down by these intergalactic bounty hunters who can change their appearances at will just by staring at people or pictures to be able to emulate what those things look like. Well, this poor family gets torn apart by these little creatures with teeth and spikes and roll around in balls. It sounds like an easy concept, but let's face it. It was a beautiful, at least first two movies. I'm talking about Critters, and it is returning mm-hmm. to Shudder. Brian, I know you want to talk about this. Go ahead, man. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Look, okay, so 
There was when okay, before my dad died. There were a, he wasn't a big movie fan, right? But he liked things like Lethal Weapon, Beverly Hills Cop. You know, he was he was into movies like that. He wasn't big into Gremlins or anything, you know, sci-fi-ish. But there was one set of movies that scared the ever-loving shit out of him. And it was called Critters. And he, I mean, to the day he died, he loved that series so goddamn much. And he introduced me to it. And you want to talk, you know, I talk a lot about how Gremlins gave me nightmares. Fuck Gremlins. (laughs) Let's talk about Critters for a fucking minute. Because... These were Jesus God, you know. Things didn't get real bloody with Gremlins. They did with Critters. I, dude, I'm so stupidly over the fucking moon for this. And and, and you know, I watched the trailer for it what yesterday, right. and uh, they're even doing the practical effects thing. You know, they're going back to what made it great. They're doing exactly with Critters what they should be doing with Gremlins. Oh yeah, it's hand puppets. It's hand yes, puppets all I'm over again. So. Stupidly excited for this, dude. I don't care what channel this is. I I have to, I'm gonna find a way to get this fucking channel just for critters. <laughs> I don't even fucking care. I I don't care whose dick I gotta suck to get this fucking channel. I'm going to watch fucking critters. Well, you know, you could always call your cable provider and request shutter. I don't have cable. You could call your Who Verizon. Has cable? You can call your Verizon subscriber. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so fucking happy. Or or Direct TV or whatever the fuck you have, you could do it legally. I know. Or you could find a Roku or Fire Stick and have it cracked. But I didn't oh. say that. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Venus, what about you? You like horror movies? Have you ever seen The Critters? I love horror movies. Um, yeah, I've seen The Critters like probably years ago it's probably something that died like with the generation of my time like around uh pet cemetery though so i mean something i gotta like watch up on again <laughs> by the way in the meme you just shared to us out. in the meme you just shared to us uh critters all day however critters. however if we're not if we're not talking about like the evil gremlins and we're talking about gizmo then you know you can't mess with gizmo Stripes was a bastard, dude. That's all Gizbo. I have to say. Gizbo, when he when he dressed up as Rambo after seeing the Rambo movie. Oh, in the little RC car. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Gremlins too. My God. See, I remember that movie, but I guess like Critters wasn't like as advertised or like it just didn't stick with people as much as Gremlins did. Critters Gremlins was more of an adult Gremlins. Yeah. Yeah, because Gremlins was like iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, but Critters, yeah, no, I like I wasn't even born when Critters came out. I was just born in the nineties, so I mean, there was a lot of like, at my home, it was like it, at six years old, even like no Simpsons because of the language. So to even watch Gremlins, like I, I just sneak out and like be at a friend's place and be like, don't tell my mom we're watching this. <laughs> so I mean, I really <laughs> didn't get to watch a lot of movies as a child. See, Pet I gotta... Cemetery I got to watch, though, and Creep Show and stuff like that, but my dad was a little bit more twisted than my mom was, so when my mom was around, <laughs> I mean, it was, an, <laughs> it was a free-for-all, but... Yeah, yeah, Mom, we're watching My Little Pony. Quick, turn it over. <laughs> oh, my God, like, thanks for the ride, lady. Like, holy crap, way to scar child for the rest of their lives. What's, what's that pony <laughs> doing to that guy's throat? 
Get. <laughs> you open it up pet cemetery, and then it's like, well, you wonder, like, my mom's wondering why we're so terrified of dolls. It's like, well, I don't know. Maybe the opening fucking scene of pet cemetery that we're not allowed to watch. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, man. Like, I'm, I'm all about horror movies, and I'm all about the critters. And when I was watching, when I was watching the the the, the, the preview before I even told Brian about it, when I watched the preview. And and all that. I was thinking at first that it was going to be really campy of a TV show. I was thinking like Ash versus the Evil Dead type. type right. Type it's got to be somewhat campy. Which don't because of me, what it is. Don't get me wrong. I love Ash versus the Evil Dead. Oh fuck yeah! It's a great TV series. But I was thinking more more comedy, less true true source material. Yeah. You know. And when I said honestly, the 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 point that got me, like you said, they're using practical effects. They're using the hand puppets. And everything else. What got me was seeing that fucking ball of them. Yes. When they combined together Nailed and made a it. giant ball. And all I thought was Critters 2 rolling down the street. Yes. Rolls over a dude and leaves a skeleton behind him. I'm like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed I'm like, it. I'm looking on Google right now at Critters pictures. And honestly, when you said the ball, like it was the first, I was looking right at the picture of the ball. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're oh talking about. Fucking. that now. Critters! Right oh my at, god! Right at literally that point, I was sold. I said, "Bring me this show, <laughs> <laughs> make this happen." No, I just I, like I said, I just watched the trailer yesterday. Oh my and god! I was look at laughing. look at look at the picture she just shared. Yeah, I saw chat. that. Oh, I was that, and that like the that's the pure image of fear, right? You know what I mean? Like I just no, I I could not stop fucking laughing and just utter joy. Watching the trailer yesterday for the first time, I was just like, "This is really fucking happening. This is really fucking happening." You were fucking kidding me, dude. If my dad was here right now, oh, I wish to God my dad could be here to see this. Well, you know, you know what the big thing that that makes me so happy about it, besides the fact that it is critters and they are being true to what critters was, what makes me thrilled about it is this is something that came out of left field. I never thought it would come back. I didn't think it had that big of a following. I really oh, thought that maybe Critters was, was a little bit of a cult classic, but most people, even most people that are big horror fans, don't even remember it. Yeah. You know? Oh, so, I want to get my sister-in-law to watch this now. <laughs> so I just came across this article saying that the Annabelle creation director uh, wanted to crack at Nightmare on Elm Street and Critters, and this is from August 2017. So maybe there's a Nightmare on Elm Street. They better um, go right. I heard I I've heard many rumors about Nightmare on Elm Street. I've heard rumors that Freddy, they wanted Freddy's to reboot boy, it again. So. I did hear they wanted to reboot it again, but then I also heard they want to do one more with Robert England. Well, it's from the director of Annabelle, so it's got potential. I mean, was, Never yeah, saw Annabelle, so I don't know. It's got potential. I'll say that it's, much. It's, yeah, it's pretty creepy. Yeah, look, like, if we, even the whole story behind it is pretty messed up. If we want to be true and honest, I didn't, and I know I'm going to get shot for this. I didn't hate the <laughs> reboot of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I, did, I didn't either. Let me but... let, let me let me yeah, go ahead. let go me ahead. put go let ahead. me put the little asterisk in there though. <laughs> but uh, the the Haley guy that played Freddy, yeah, I hated him. He was second in line back uh, on the originals to play Freddy, but they picked Robert over him. Right. No, that's... So that this was their chance to come back and actually uh, use him. Well, see that that's the thing. Like, I, if they would have had Robert England in that rebooted film, 
Mm-hmm. It would have been a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. I thought the script was good. Right. I thought I thought the story was right. I just hated who they picked to play Freddy. He didn't he didn't deliver correctly at all. I well, th- it was a different kind of Freddy too because in the old Freddy movies, you know, he was this murdering pedophile, right? And they focused more on the murdering aspect of it. This one, they really focused heavily on the pedophile aspect of it, and well, it was, they never it was even. Very, they never even in the original movies. They never really touched on the fact that he was a pedophile. Like they, right, it was, it was, it was insinuated, but it was always a child murderer. Right. The 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 reboot. It was very front and center. You know that that was the reason the parents murdered him, and and you know what I mean. But I I didn't mind the reboot, and I was kind of hoping they would do another one, and they never did. But you know what? If they're gonna reboot it again. Fuck me. I'll give me all the Freddy you can because Freddy is my boy, dude. Any horror film, just showdown. I'm I'm putting all my money on Freddy every fucking time. Well, I mean, I'm I'm kind of right there with you. I mean, I as far as reboots go, it's kind of weird and kind of funny. Um, I didn't mind the Nightmare on Elm Street. I didn't mind the Friday the Thirteenth, uh, reboot. Again, mm. may not have been as good as the originals, but you know they they were fine for what they were. I loved Rob Zombie's Halloween. I actually, right. here's where I really get shot. I liked it more than John <laughs> Carpenter's original. Ooh. I didn't like, I didn't, I, I still don't like the original Halloweens. And Man. I don't, I didn't see the need for the reboot of it again. I thought Rob Zombie's was great. But since they got rid of uh, Doug Bra- uh, Bradley playing uh, Hellraiser, I haven't watched a Hellraiser movie because they've been fucking garbage. Mm hmm. They haven't been good since Hellraiser three. Let's be completely honest. Yeah, you know, but <laughs> but since they replaced the actor, they, they, they're, they're not even worth being, you know, straight to straight to Walmart's clearance rack movies. <laughs> to the five dollar bin. They're they're not even worth that. They go to the three seventy four bin. Yeah, they have that. Yeah, they have that. <laughs> <laughs> like what? It's called, it's called Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I love that five dollar bin at Walmart. Like they've got such like old movies and stuff sometimes. Like, except yeah. you're not gonna find on Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I bought the Goonies there. So ah, <laughs> uh, the Goonies. We could we yeah. Could, we could go into the Goonies. Got it on Blu-ray. <laughs> but all right, guys, we're gonna take. They need a quick... remake of that. But we're going to take a quick uh, moment break here to, uh, for our little sponsorship. And when we come back, we're going to go into the meat and potatoes of the show. We're going to get into a little bit of politics. So uh, trigger warning, we're probably going to piss you off. But that'll be right after this. Hi, this is Dave from the Comic Collection at 83 Bustleton Pike in Feasterville, Pennsylvania. Our phone number is 215-357-3332. We're right next to North Philadelphia. We have action figures, gaming, statues, albums, and CDs, graphic novels, other knickknacks, and, of course, comics. Established in 1985, we are your go-to store. Come by and say hello. And say that the guys from RadioCast FM Radio sent you. The address again is 83 Bustleton Pike, Feasterville, Pennsylvania, or call 215-357-3332. 
And welcome back, Venus, Brian, and myself back for part two of Realm of the Mist podcast. We're still sitting here talking about critters. Go ahead, Brian. You can continue to say what you were saying. Oh, my God, dude. Critters. <laughs> I'm so fucking ready. <laughs> I, look, look I, very rarely will you ever hear me say that I'm so ready for a horror movie. I'm ready to lose sleep again. Really? Eh? It's that good. It's that good. You, you, like, you... I don't think I've lost sleep in a horror movie since the fourth kind. And then I stopped watching horror movies for four years. Oh, fourth kind. Fourth kind was fucking <laughs> creepy shit, dude. Oh my oh, god, and like, hey. that just ruined my whole mentality right there, like, I sat up all night that night, like, I had a newborn daughter, and I just sat there, I'm like, I'm not fucking sleeping tonight, I'm not fucking doing this shit. <laughs> that movie made me question everything I thought I knew about aliens. Oh, right? Like, I don't even know what kind of aliens those were that were, like, abducting these people, that, but... That was more of an alien possession thing, but... Oh, or, uh, demonic uh, uh, aliens, uh, like... Yeah, demon, a demon possession thing, yeah. I know, like, that was just a horror movie I've been waiting for to be like, okay, my mind's, like, cracked now to all the possibilities, like, bring on the horror, like, I, I'm not losing sleep over anything anymore. <laughs> yes. I am, Especially I'm so ready reality. for it. I'm so ready for it. You give me, yeah, the, the movie, the movie that ruined me for the longest time, I've, I've said it numerous times on, on these podcasts, is Jaws. I saw it when I was five years yeah. old, and the first one, not, not the subsequent garbage that followed but uh the the first original jaws that movie made me start taking showers because i was afraid that shark would come up in my bathtub through the drain and you know eat me like i i was scared to sit on the toilet for the same reason <laughs> i was afraid to sit on the toilet because of Dreamcatcher. <laughs> you know that whole bathroom scene like the bathtub scene of like something coming up and like grabbing someone i think the first time i saw that was like in rugrats the TV show uh, when one of the kids was taking a bath and like some hand came up and like grabbed it. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh. Like, and you know what? I was like only a kid and like the Rugrats, you think it's just a cartoon for kids? Like hell no, I would not <laughs> like, sit in the bath after I pulled the plug out after watching that. And <laughs> like we had crazy ass cartoons when we were kids. Well, it kind of it kind of brings up the point. Like, is critters a good idea? Well, obviously it is because we all agree on it. <laughs> but but like, what I mean is, of bringing back these lost style of of horror. Like, yes. Uh, yes. Like, like you know, should we bring back some of the more B rated horrors, the let the less spec spectacle ones? You know, maybe like Invasion of the Body Snatchers or Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, The Blob. Should we should oh, we start wow. seeing should we start seeing a return to the old fashioned, for lack of better term, serial style B rate horrors? Yes, yes, I'm going to say yes because look, we got they Ghostbusters three coming. We've got Ghostbusters three coming next year, right? All right. We've talked about this. They've get, there's certain things they have to do with Ghostbusters, and one of them is practical ghosts not the cg scooby-doo looking bullshit i'm talking like some serious fucking claymation ghosts some nasty ass fucking puppets that have this weird kind of glow about them that's what the fuck we want i don't give a shit what 2016 <laughs> did i want fucking classic ghostbuster uh, ghosts you know and and it's 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 not just ghostbusters either it's all these other series you know that they're trying to reboot like tremors dude if, if there's talk that they're gonna reboot tremors and and go back to what made Tremors fucking great in the first place. Can, can Sorry, I had it? to rant. In this day and age, though, can they really do it? Like the biggest thing I'm worried about with like I mean, critters, 
Critters is doing the right thing in my mind, in the sense that they are rebooting it on or not. I, I can't even call it a reboot because I don't. I don't know if it's a reboot, but uh, to me, they're doing the right thing by releasing it to TV, so you can yeah. get away with the more, for lack of better term here, campy effects. Look at look at uh, again. I, I'll use it as an example: Ash versus the Evil Dead. Now we know Evil Dead and Army of Darkness campy as all hell. B uh, B rate to to the bone, mm-hmm. but you know it was acceptable back in the eighties when they made those movies. Bringing the series back, the campiness made sense in the fact that they made it a little bit more comedy. Number one mm-hmm. and number two, they. Uh, they they did it to TV straight to TV instead of trying to get away with a movie. Right? Would the average movie going fan who has been extremely spoiled by special effects and 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 blood and gore out the ass with these gore fest uh, uh, slasher films that have been recent? Would they accept going back to traditional practical effects? Would they go back to the hand puppets and uh, the splash of Kool Aid on a white? Uh, uh, sheet you're, you're talking that. to one you're talking to me yes fuck but yes it, make that shit happen <laughs> <laughs> anyone over 25 is gonna be into that shit fuck yeah like that you know how much big of an audience that is like we've got millennials there millennials are the biggest generation yeah we want to see that shit we want to see that shit that like scared us as a kid we want to see it make us laugh now we would love it yeah yeah i'm with her yes 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 i really expected a little bit more opposition or at least uh some some (laughs) some consideration of you're right because you don't know a goddamn thing about me because (laughs) well no 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 i know you and i are excited but i'm talking about like the general movie going audiences that consider (laughs) that consider shit like like uh for for the best example uh shit like fucking final destination being like the premier fucking horror movie which by the way, they're garbage. Or, Fuck them. This is for us. Or 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 <laughs> or what? What was the other it's one like, that was big for a while? Uh, paranormal like, you know, activity. Like, like like at my age right now, like watching like the incredible like the new Incredibles movies come out, or like anything that, like when I was younger when I was a kid. We don't give a fuck about what the younger people we want. Fuck no. This is for us. We'll bring our kids to see these movies because they're that old. But these are our movies, okay? And we want them back. <laughs> we want to see what made us happy when we were a kid. Like when life was stress-free. We didn't have to deal with fucking Trump and AOC and fucking other politicians in the world. We want simple life back, okay? <laughs> hey, that you know would these, be our release from reality. You know these memes you see? Like, you know, Toy Story 4 is coming out later this year. When you see, uh, you know, adults posting, hey, when you go to see Toy Story 4, leave your fucking kids at home because this is for us, not them. They're not fucking wrong. That is straight the truth. Leave your motherfucking kid at home. Don't you be picking them up in the middle of Toy Story 4. They don't know what the fuck happened. They didn't grow up with three other fucking movies before this. You let them grow up the right fucking way. Watch one, two, three, then four, motherfucker. Don't be bringing your five-year-old who doesn't even know how to say Buzz Lightyear into Toy Story 4. <laughs> don't Sorry, I had I haven't had seen to. that one. That's a pretty hardcore, but... <laughs> Something along the lines, yeah, totally. Don't don't hold back, Brian. Tell us how you really feel. I just did. <laughs> but no, I'm 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 with you. Give me practical effects. Give me the the the, the rotating room on a gimbal that pours out the blood through the bed. Yes. Give me give me the the, the real horror back. There Even, was something magical about it back then. It looked real. 
Give me, give me, give me some of the campy shit. Give me the eighties <laughs> movies back. I, I don't. I, I know I'm gonna get shot for saying this, but reboot fucking Goonies if that's what it takes. But give us oh. the magic back. Oh, oh, you do not use the R word with Goonies. No, but you get my point. Like, give me those style of movies <laughs> back. Like, it doesn't even have to be horror. Like, we could, we could give, give me the buddy kids coming of age movies again. Give me a, a sequel to fucking Monster Squad. Oh God! Yes, <laughs> I want to hear a new generation of kids yelling to kick the Wolfman in the Nards. Yes. <laughs> if you really yep. want to impress me, give me those movies back, and I'm absolutely with you, one hundred twenty thousand percent. But my fat, the, the 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 question remains: is is it enough of a gamble for the studios? Oh fuck yeah! We're gonna be going once. We're going to be going twice. We're going to be going three times. We're going to be buying it on DVD. Uh, it's fucking worth it. Oh, yeah, no, straight up. Because when Ghostbusters comes out next year, <laughs> you bet your ass I'm taking a week off and I'm just going to be getting back in line over and over the fuck again to watch that shit. Worst episode ever. Worst episode ever. I will only see it three more times in a row <laughs> today. <laughs> today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh Jesus! See, I'm almost hesitant to go to the new to the part of the show we're at now because I'm enjoying this part, and I know I'm about to piss us off. Gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do what we gotta do. Well, let's get the short. Let's get the short one out of the way first. Uh, There is a judge who is actually fighting the ruling for the ISIS bride, the the girl from Georgia, the the Muslim girl who left the United States, renounced her citizenship to go get married to an ISIS soldier, have his kid, he died, she married another ISIS soldier, he died, married another ISIS soldier, he died, blah, 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 and now she's claiming that she fears for her life and wants to return home. Oh, poor her. Yeah, um, of course, there's a similar story going on with another ISIS bitch who uh, is doing that in the UK. <laughs> And in Canada, too. And in Canada, too. Look, you you could pretty much guess that in the way that I just said ISIS, bitch. Obviously, I have no love for this. Um, quite honestly, oh the, story, the story here that we're going to talk about, because we already know that all of us here are like, no, don't bring the bitch back. If you're going to bring the bitch back, bring her back for the firing squad, because that's what you do to traitors. You fucking shoot them. Well, but, everyone's asking, like, why are they uh, sending them back anyways? And I'm like, you know what? It's pretty obvious. First off, men aren't getting to the women here. Men aren't getting to the general population here in, like, these countries. So what do you do? You send back someone who's converted to their fucking witchy ways and convert their fucking neighbors, their girlfriends, you know, stuff like that. And then they're going to go and convert their husbands. But you know what it is? It's a fucking, it's, it's like a landmine. Like, that's what we're going to be stepping on. Like, it's just... One of those secret FBI agents coming in to corrupt everyone type of thing. like Exactly. Sleeper honestly, cells. Straight up. Female, female yeah, sleeper, yeah. sleeper cells. Now, we're talking about, we're talking about uh, people, uh, terrorists who have used women and children as suicide bombers, as meat shields. So you think it's, it, it's, it's unheard of to send them in as infiltration? I mean, Absolutely not. I know this Canadian girl, like, and she's just converted to Muslim, and she's, oh my God, brainwashed, like brainwashed with freaking tea, like I wear a hijab for my God. Okay, well, what would your God do if you didn't wear it? Like, 
why do you like, oh, I can't, I don't even know where to begin. And I'm like, bitch, please. Like, you're not fooling me. I'm not wearing that thing. I'm not converting to your shit. And they just lose it when you tell them that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always going to get you. Well, Satan's going to get you, bitch. So, I mean, we're on equal terms now, right? <laughs> well, I love how they try to pretend that uh, Islam and, and the Muslim faith is like one of the oldest religions. First off, it's one of the youngest. It's also one of the most radicalized. And it was created by a person who was completely insane. Like a nine-year-old. And and like the diddle nine-year-old. Like he was a pedophile Hitler. Let's be real. That's what Muhammad Muhammad was. Yeah. Okay. Now, first and foremost, I want to I want to address something because this has really pissed me off. As of late, before we even get into the judge thing, I want to talk about Islam and, and Muslim for a minute. Because we're being told and being brainwashed in a society that Islam is an ideology, which it is, and Muslim is a race. It is fucking not a goddamn race. It is an ideology. It is what you call yourself when you worship Islam, just like Christians worship Christianity or whatever form of Christianity they may worship, whether it be uh, Protestant, Lutheran, Catholicism, whatever the case may be, they call themselves Christians. Well, there's different forms of Islam, but all of which call themselves Muslims. It is not a fucking race. So it is not racist for me to call out Muslims for what they are. Muslims. <laughs> oh my God, it's my only guy right there. <laughs> Muslims. <laughs> can we, can we get, can we, uh, am I wrong in this? It's not a I'm race. Not. I'm sorry, I'll make the same argument to Jews. Jew is not a race. You better watch yourself, buddy. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not picking on Jewish. I'm not picking on the <laughs> Jewish faith. No, I know, I'm not picking on the Jewish faith. But Jews is a religion. Is Jen Jewish? Jen, Jen and her father are Jewish, yes. Yeah, but, yeah I but, had the a fact, but the fact of the matter is, is they are they they are still Caucasian. The race is what you are, you know, whether you're white, black, Hispanic, whatever, uh, Middle Eastern, whatever. That's a race. Mm-hmm. The faith is a faith. Right. Am I wrong in this? No, you're not. No. There's a difference between ideology. And ethnicity. Yeah. You know, if you're from the Middle East, you're you're Iraqi, you're 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 Irani, you're you're uh, Kuwaiti, whatever Turkey, whatever whatever's whatever's in the middle there, e- Egyptian. That's a race, or 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 ethnicity. The same as uh, uh, again, if you're from if you're from Jerusalem or or uh, Israel, you're Israeli. You're not mm-hmm. just Jewish, you're Israeli. Right. You know, um, Sammy Davis Jr., perfect example. Is he two races? Or was he two races? Because he was black and he was Jewish. <laughs> you know, so which is he? If, 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 if Jew is a race and not just an ideology, which was Sammy Davis Jr.? Mm-hmm. It's an ideology. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it being an ideology, but let's stop pretending that having a problem with an ideology is somehow racist because that ideology now is considered a race. Right. Yeah, I call a penguin a penguin, so... 
You call I mean, it what it is, right? Now, what really pisses me off about this isn't so much that the ISIS bride wants to return, because that's already, that's already been talked about. Right. That's been talked about to death. But the fact that there's a judge here actually trying to overturn the fact that she was denied access back to the United States justifiably because she gave up her citizenship. Yep. Which, by the way, as far as I understand it, UK did the exact same thing with the other broad. Uh, Venus, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't uh, Canada do the exact same thing as well? Uh, I'm not sure about that. Right, I'm not sure about the Canada one, but I know UK turn, turned away and the United States absolutely turned away. Is this judge just looking to be politically correct? Oh, I think he's literally stupid. I I don't like, know. You... I I don't see because I don't know what the fuck people think are thinking anymore. It just, it makes no fucking sense to me. Like, is this a human rights issue? Because it has nothing to do with human rights. I mean, her right was to do what she did. So now she deserves a cookie for it. Or yes, like what's going on? Yes, in a simple answer, yes. Human rights or not, she chose to give up her citizenship to join a terrorist organization at war with the country she left. Yes, human rights issue or not, she made her bed, lie in it. Like, isn't that the legal right? Like, that you have to suffer the consequences of your actions? Well, the legal like, rights would, the legal rights would be she'd be treated as a traitor. She's taken to Gitmo, locked up with all the other extremists, and then sooner or later fights uh, faces the firing squad, which is what you do to traitors. Yeah. Yeah, but we have to give her sympathy. Quite sympathy honestly, for what? Quite you honestly, your bed, you lay it. Quite honestly, the the more humane thing is we'll let you live, just not here. Right. Yeah, exiled from the country. That is that is the more humane thing. If you want to talk about a human rights issue, that's more humane. Because quite honestly, I think she needs to be made an example of. I think mm-hmm. she needs, to, especially in this country, that with the rise of socialism and everything else, uh, and this ideology of 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 wanting to destroy. Well, first first and foremost, I, I can't believe I have to say this again. The United States of America is not a goddamn democracy. We're not a democracy. It is not mob rule. We are a constitutional republic. We are bound by the laws of the Constitution handed down by the forefathers who have created this country and made it an independent nation. The end. The end. There is no democracy. There is no mob rule. The reason the Electoral College is there to overrule the popular vote is because if you leave it to the mob, the only people who would have a vote is California, New York, Chicago, and fucking Florida. And guess what? They're all Democratic, highly liberal, left-wing states. Every other state, their voice would be silenced. That is why there is an electoral college. That is why when things happen, yes, the president has the power to veto the Senate, but the Senate represents the people. They are our voice, or at least that's what they're supposed to be. That is how a, cons- that is how a republic works, by rep- through the representatives of the people of the United States of America. 
Oh, Can did we... you see that IOC post um, that she tweeted the other day? What? I'm gonna look it up right now for you. Um, oh, while you're while you're looking it up, can yeah. we please get off this concept that that America and democracy means that everybody can say and do whatever they please, whenever they please, and that the loudest voices win? No. Yes, America has freedoms under the Constitution, but at the end of the freaking day, it is not mob rule and majority win. It is the will of the people under the power of the President of the United States of the of America, the office of the President. And that will of the people is heard through our representatives in government through the Senate. And that if we don't like it, it is a vote where everybody's voice matters, which is what the electoral college is for. If there was no electoral college, places like Kansas, for example, it's a big state, but it doesn't have a very big population. Their voices would be lost. Small places like Vermont and Rhode Island, their voices would be completely lost. Hawaii, the voice would be completely... Alaska, voice would be completely lost. That's why there's an electoral college. Okay, so quick question. Who is James Woods? <laughs> James uh, he's, Woods is an he, actor. He's an actor, yeah. Oh, okay. So um, here's what Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez posted. She said, yep, if you don't like the... Um, hashtag Green New Deal, then come up with your own ambitions on scale proposal to address the, address the global climate crisis. Until then, we're in charge and you're just shouting from the cheap sheet. Cheap seat. <laughs> right. So James Wood says, so you have, may have missed this, but the way it works in America is you work for the U.S. The last time somebody told Americans to sit down and shut up was 1776. If you ever learn to read, look it up. You are not only an idiot, you're an arrogant idiot. And there's nothing more dangerous. And he's not wrong. He's not no. wrong. The, 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 last, the last ones to tell Americans that we can't do something and that we need to sit down and shut up was Britain. Ask them how that worked out. So isn't she in the Senate or something? Yeah. She's a senator, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the, that's the people that's working... For the American people, so like no, no, then you she, have she's working for fourteen thousand people. Well, she's working uh, for a lot more because again, there's enough idiots out there who actually believe in the ideologies that her and Sanders unapologetically push yeah. into our society. Yeah, we're in control, and you guys are nobodies. That's pretty much what she said. Mm-hmm. And she's she's proving and, beyond a shadow of a doubt that if America ever did become a socialist country. That it would automatically, democratic socialism would automatically become communism. They've already just proven it. Her own words. I'm in charge until you're in charge. Sit down and shut up. Yep. I actually got yep. 22 shares on this picture. <laughs> <laughs> that is that yeah. is the literal mindset of, of the uh, American democratic socialist. It's really yep. the mindset of the liberals, but especially in this radical group. Which it, 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 it staggers the mind that anybody would ever embrace this. Oh, America was never founded as a as a capitalist country. Really? The the, the problem is, look, the, the problem is at this point, Democrats 
are and and the socialists know this. The Democrats are at the point now where they'll vote for anybody as long as it's not Trump. So this is to them this is the perfect time to be able to try to slip something like this through. Oh, anybody but Trump, they'll vote for us. They'll vote for us even if we're socialists. You know, so this is the time for us to get in there. No matter what, we're gonna have a vote because everybody hates Trump. That's what it is. That's why you're seeing so much of the socialist shit now, and it, it's because they think they have a chance to finally get in there because it's not Trump. Well, let me let me ask you guys a question because we, we 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 all know this, and, and and Venus, you you could definitely be the objective third party being a Canadian, uh, but in a statement. But at this point, with two and a half years in under the Trump presidency. Now I don't care which side of the aisle you sit on, whether you're liberal or you're, or, or or conservative, whether you're Republican or Democrat. Let's be real. The the hearings going on right now, we they they've wasted two and a half years of taxpayers' dollars looking for a Russian collusion that did not exist, and now they're trying to push this impeachment of Trump again with nothing to show for it. Oh, he gave hush money to a stripper long before he was president. Okay. If that's even remotely true, cool. It was before he was president. That's not conduct unbecoming. Uh, Russian collusion, proven false. Hell, we're threatening another war with Russia right now. Is there no other proof that there's no collusion with Russia? Russia wants to kick our ass because Trump won't give them what they want. Come on. I mean, does it take... The, the question I have for you guys, for the objective, objective third party and for somebody else... When does this witch hunt stop being a media circus and start being treason? When when do we start as the American people start turning around saying, "Look, now you're just trying to stage a coup against the President of the United States of America that is unconstitutional, which means it goes against the United States of America, which makes it a treasonous act. It's a mutiny." Am I well, wrong? Because people aren't attacking Trump directly like they have politicians doing that. But that's a politician's job, right? You're supposed to be able to scrutinize other politicians. That's your job. But then they have literally have uh, citizens walking around and assaulting citizens, which, no, it's not really a political. Well, I mean, it's got a political backing and a political reason to do it, but it's citizen against citizen. So is it really treasonous now or is it just an assault fueled by, by politics? Well, see, I agree with that, and we'll, we'll definitely get into that in a minute here. But, but what I'm meaning is, like, right now with the uh, with the uh, uh, the Senate uh, sitting down to have a hearing, trying to cut with the liberals trying to come up with a way of impeaching Donald Trump as president of the United States of America with nothing, nothing. The only thing, the only thing right now they have, the only thing they have, and it's not even whether they have it or not. It's just the only thing that has been hasn't been disproven thus far. Is Donald Trump's tax returns, which, quite honestly, is none of their fucking business. But the the fact of the matter is, that's the only thing that hasn't already been disproven over and over and over again. But yet they still push this narrative forward. And with the attacks in the media, with the constant, uh, like you said, with the the, uh, uh, citizens being bombarded with false information... New, six ways from Sunday to the point that it's created a, a, a violent division within the country and everything else. When does the president of the United States 
and the lawmakers of this country turn around and say, you know what, this has gone too far. This is no longer an investigation into the president. This is a coup and a rise to power, and it has to be stamped down. When does it become criminal activity by the Democratic Party? Well, uh, Donald Trump Jr. Um, we can't hear you, Brian. You I saw your mouth move, but no, no vocals. Nothing. Yeah. So Sorry, go ahead, Venus, while, while he's trying to figure out what happened to his mic. Okay, yeah, his camera's going off on for a while, too. Um, but, yeah, so Donald Trump Jr. is actually standing up and, like, putting a lot of people in, these, in their places. But now he's being, like, labeled as rude and unconventional and whatnot. Like, look at fucking Hillary Clinton. Like, <laughs> Jesus. He's not even doing half as much as what he's, he, he's doing. Like, he's sitting there, he's pointing out the facts saying this is wrong, that's right, like, this is like that. You can't be doing this shit. And all of a sudden, he's being uh, scrutinized for being a fucking criminal, pretty much. So, they, like, they totally have people brainwashed about what they're looking at and what they're seeing and what they actually understand. No, you're, you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right on that. And, and, and you know, but, but the, 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 what, I'm, what I'm trying to figure out is... Is this stop? is this still a constitutional investigation? Can it even be considered that anymore, or is it really just a media circus witch hunt? And as such, should it be considered trying to wrestle power away from the United, the President of the United States of America, which by law is a mutiny? It's 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 treason. Well, it should be treated as treason then. Like, I wouldn't doubt it if Trump is just waiting, you know, bring out all the dirt, do everything you got to do. Because once you guys are all done dishing it all out, then it's going to get dished right back on your fucking doorstep. Still nothing from you, Brian. You might have to restart your uh, your Skype. Oh, I hope not. Oh, there you go. There you are. I so you can you. hear me? I can hear you. Oh. I don't, I don't hope you did. timing. <laughs> I didn't click anything. I wonder if I got a short somewhere. I don't know. All right, well, now you can speak your mind. <laughs> to be honest, I really wasn't paying attention. I was trying to figure out what the fuck was wrong with my mic. Uh, but no, I, I remember you saying something about uh, uh, trying to take Trump out of office. No, at this point, it's just they're, they're, they're still just pissy because they were so cocksure Hillary was going to win. And then they were embarrassed. They the, the American people embarrassed them. And God forbid... You embarrass the, you know, in, in front of the world. And that's exactly what it was. When Time is running magazines with Madame President a week before the election on it, and then all of a sudden, oh, fuck, well, Donald Trump is our president. That's all it is. And it, and it goes back to society. You know, I always say it. We live in a society where nobody knows how to lose anymore. Everybody gets participation trophies. Oh, guess what? Nobody lost because everybody's winners. That's That's all it is. You know, and I, and Cory Booker right now is trying to do away with the Electoral College. And I pray to God he fucking does it. And I pray to God that when 2020's election rolls around, Donald Trump wins with 100 million fucking votes. Then what the fuck are you going to say? Oh, the, the popular vote was fucking false. This isn't the way we should be doing that. Fuck off. It's never. It's, it, when does it become criminal? It already is. It's just. You've got to convince enough of the American people to stand up and physically remove them from office and tell them, you're done. I don't give a fuck anymore. 
You are tre- this is treason. You are fucking done. Well, let me let me ask you this question then. Is is part of the reason that Donald Trump and the GOP haven't taken it to that to that point and said, look, it's treason, you guys are done and remove you from office, military force, whatever the case may be, because it would be taken as a t- uh, totalitarian act where where like they're afraid that the peop- the American people and of course the liberals firing it and of course the media firing it firing it up to make it seem like see it's a coup we told you we told you he's taken over as opposed to well we had this coming because we were literally trying to steal that's a, the government that's exactly away. what it's going to be that's exactly what it's going to be and, and the thing is not enough people in this country know what the fucking constitution actually says and i've got a copy of it i bought a copy of it uh saturday I got the – there was like a rolled-up thing. I got the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the Declaration of Independence all in the same thing. And it looks like it's on parchment paper and shit. Right. I'm going to get them framed and put in my fucking house. But I, not enough people even know what the fuck it says. you know. And, and so whenever somebody tries saying, well, what, he's, what Trump did was unconstitutional, you don't even fucking know. You don't because- even fucking know. So if you are able to educate enough people in this country and the Constitution's not that long, fucking read it. Do yourself a favor and fucking read it. Um, Google you it. You read that. It's a favorite Google, word. Google just it. anything. Well, I wouldn't even Google it because <laughs> you're going to get some fucking liberal altered version of it if you try Googling it. True. Um, Download but, some PDF file. Yeah, no, you can get this motherfucking thing. Get it. Fuck, it's available to everybody. Uh, I paid nine bucks for for all three of these fucking things I'm going to put up in my house. Nine bucks for all three of them. Doesn't make any sense. But anyway, you, you educate enough people and you show them, no, look, this is treason. This is what they've been doing. This is hypocrisy. We're going to end it. And you send enough people to Washington with you know, armed with guns and you walk in and you say, you're out, you're out. And don't just, it's not just Democrats. It's Republicans too. There are Republicans that have committed treason. Right. And you look at every single one of them. You're out, you're out. Citizens arrest, citizens arrest, citizens arrest. And you've got enough sheriffs coming forward now saying we are not going to disarm citizens because apparently the order is coming down that they need to start disarming citizens and they're not fucking doing it. You start getting sheriffs involved and, and and other politicians and, and, and you know, you, you start getting these people involved, shit's going to change. You start throwing these motherfuckers in jail and not letting them out until they actually have a fucking trial and you get every bit of evidence possible on them. Everything. Do you have any idea as soon as you execute the first fucking traitor, do you realize what's going to fucking happen? Everybody's going to straighten the fuck up like that. Oh, they're not. They're not even going to straighten up like that. We are going to see an outflooding of of information that has been hidden since the inception of the fucking country out of both parties. Because I guarantee yep. you, everybody will be fucking ratting on everybody to save yep. their own ass. Well, you won't even have to because they're all so fucking interconnected that you take one down, you're taking them all. It really, it really is. And and all right, let me let me ask you this because this is something that is really kind of like racked my own uh consciousness i know okay. we're supposed to be going into the subject of who is the real racist in america <laughs> but this really could lead to america's next civil war it's gonna 
You know, I'm surprised it hasn't already. Which, well, right now we're in the middle of a civil war, but it's a cold civil war. Right. Yeah. Right, but it could lead to an actual armed conflict, which, quite honestly, looking at the other side, I'm not worried. Bring it the fuck on, motherfuckers. I, I don't know. dare you. I don't know. I, I don't... double dog dare you, bitches. There's some patriotic patriotism right there. I wish a bitch would. Fucking try it. Come on. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I said the same. How many times have you seen me repost something about, uh, like, some liberal want to do this, they want to do that, and it's like, please try. <laughs> That, that's all I say is please try. I'm begging you. you know please try. You come to my fucking doorstep and try to take my gun. Mm-hmm. You can have it bullets first. You can ta- you can take it. I am begging you to try. I will not throw the first punch, but I guarantee you I will throw the last. I will throw the last, yep. And I will no, take I, as many of you motherfuckers with me as I can. You <laughs> fucking mark my words. But as as ex- I've always like... Go ahead, sorry. I, I've always like told myself, like, damn right, I'll be the, one of the first ones to throw the first punch. Like... What are you going to do? Stand there and be one of those, like, bickering fucking dudes who's like, hit me, hit me, hit me. Yeah, motherfucker, I'll hit you. <laughs> you don't even need to give me the invitation. Like, if I feel threatened or if you're going to do something wrong to me, you're fucking right. I'll hit you. I'll lay the fuck out. Like, I'm not going to wait for you to hit me first or something and, like, bring it on. Like, no, the second you get on my face, it's brought on. Mm-hmm. Well, see, for, for, for us, especially with the, with the laws of the world, most of us will, or, or, or of the world, yeah, of our country, <laughs> uh, you have the right to defend yourself. You do not have the right to attack others. Right. So that's why we won't throw the first punch. We don't want to be the one that is the aggressor. We want to be the defender. So I'll see, instigate like the, the shit out of you to swing too. at me just so I have the right <laughs> yep. to swing back. But that's a loss here, too. But if you're the guy who gets hit first and you beat the living fuck out of the guy who hit you, you're still going to be the guy who gets in trouble. Well, it, depend, it depends on the severity. Yeah. If, it, if it was necessary for sub, uh, subduing and, and securing your own safety and defense, mm-hmm. then you can you could break bone. Well, But it has to be justified. Right. Kansas... It, like, Kansas, where in I live, Canada, is... we can't do that. Really? Sorry. That doesn't yeah, surprise no, like... me. Actually, that shouldn't surprise me at all. Kansas, where I live, it's it's a constitutional carry state. I can put my gun on my hip. I I, I don't have a permit to conceal carry. You have to have a permit to conceal carry, but you have constitutional carry, which means I could just put my holster on my hip and fucking walk down the street, and nobody can say a fucking word to me. Nobody can say a goddamn word. I mean, the police will probably stop and go. That guy has a gun. You know what I mean? Because not everybody just walks with a fucking gun on their hip nowadays. You know what I mean? This isn't the fucking Wild West. But I could legally do that. They can say, hey, uh, what's with the gun? No, just defending myself if anything were to ever happen. And they can't do a fucking thing about it. Tell you what, if everybody walked around with a gun on their holster like the Wild West, there'd be a hell of a lot of less uh, less offended people in this world. Yes, bring back duels. That's (laughs) how we're going to fix shit. Duels are legal in Canada. Is it legal? It's fucking legal in Canada. Yeah, like seriously, like some like liberal, lippy little motherfucker on the other side of the internet got in with me and I'm like, buddy, like if you really want to go at it, like fine, let's do it. And he's like, you can't do that. I'm like, yeah, you're fucking right, I can. It's the law, it's legal, and I just challenged you to it. So what are you going to do? Like, <laughs> you have to, back. you pretty much have to duel. That's like the laws of dueling is that you have to fucking duel, you little punk bitch. And he's That's like, how our president that. should be chosen. I'm like, heads will fucking roll, you fucking <laughs> antique little cocksucker. Like, <laughs> let's go. That's, 
fight a girl. You just fought a girl for the past three hours over the internet, and now you're too fucking macho to fight me in real life? Don't worry That's... about it. Like, one fucking swipe and your head would be gone. Okay, this... like, I'll go full ISIS. <laughs> this is how the president of the United States should be chosen from now on. We'll do the vote, right? And for every 10 million votes you get, you get a bullet. And then that's that's how many bullets you have to kill the other motherfucker, right? And then you put them in a street together, a hallway together, and you say, go at it. We'll give you about six or seven minutes, and we'll come back in and check and see how it's going. And whoever's left standing, we'll show you to the Oval Office. That's the way it should be fucking done. Dude, you just turned, you just turned, you just turned a tradition of, of elections <laughs> into fucking let's make a deal. <laughs> I did. I love it. But no, my but question... yeah, you can, you have to shoot, and then you the other guy can't. Well, then once you shoot, you can't shoot again until the other guy shoots you. So if you yeah. miss, chances are you're going to be the one shot. Musket balls. <laughs> Give them musket balls. Then it, then it's God deciding who's going to be president. No, there you go. <laughs> the the winner of the of the votes gets the uh, gets the automatic weapon. The loser gets the fucking black right uh, black powder. <laughs> Make it happen, Captain. All right, uh, but here, ser- serious question. All, all jokes aside, here, with the rise of, of of the possibility of a civil war, like you said, it's a cold civil war right now. But if it goes into a violent conflict, as ex-military, you and I both are. We're we're sworn an oath that has never expired to defend the Constitution never against will. all enemies, foreign and domestic. Yeah. We have taken that oath, and we have never been relieved of that oath. If be. it came down to Democrats versus Republicans, liberals versus conservatives, which is really what the Civil War would be, whose side do we stand on? As, as, as the president, sure, but here's the question. Let's say the liberals in the Senate get the military. Do we stand against our own brothers and sisters because of the fact that it is the Constitution. Where would we stand? Okay. Does it? Aren't the, answer, um, isn't the army like sworn to the presidency? No, it's sworn like, to America. It's sworn. It's sworn okay. to uphold and defend the the Constitution mm-hmm. of the, the United Constitution. States. Not the president. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, considering that the president is trying to do that, and I mean Democrats are just fucking their fucking head, like. Wouldn't they have to make a decision at that point? Like, who the they're the going to be on? If, if the liberals and the Democrats had the military and we had to choose a side, I'm, 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 I'm fighting them. Because at that point, you have, even if I was part of the, act, even if I was still active duty army and the Democrats and, and, the, and the liberals were in charge of the military, we would go into full on civil war. My job is still to defend the Constitution, and what they're doing is not unconstitutional. Is not constitutional. I don't have to uh, uh, obey unlawful orders. I that's that's one of the things where you can still defend the Constitution and choose not to fight for the side that's telling you how to fight. You that's when you have to start looking at your at your personal beliefs and your personal convictions and your morals and trying to decide what is actually the best thing to do. And in that case, you fucking haul ass, you join a militia, and you fight the other fucking side. And anybody who's fighting for them, no, at that point they've made their decision. You know. Well, that that that's that's where I was going with it. Like uh, like Venus is right in this particular scenario as it stands right now. If war broke out today. We would stand with the president because uh, the president yep. right now is 120% within the Constitution. 
Absolutely. As it stands. But my, my question was like if the Civil War broke out and what would probably cause this Cold War Civil War to become a, uh, a, a full-on violent Civil War would be if the uh, Democrats actually decided to uh, actively create a coup, an uprising, and, and forcibly take over the government. In which case, that's in that scenario, that's where they would gain control of the military mm-hmm. because now they control the government. And as such, yes, the, the soldiers would have a, a, a major dilemma. The active duty soldiers and sailors and everybody else would have an act, a, a serious dilemma of, do I follow my superiors or well, do I follow the Constitution? That. Because that, that uprising obviously wasn't constitutional. Obviously, they have something they've got to deal with. Us, mm-hmm. though, we're no longer active duty, but we are still under the oath of, the con- of, of enlistment. Mm-hmm. We will never. The, the day our our uh, oath ends is the day we died. Right. So that. That's it. I'm sending my kid to the U.S. Army. He's in less than eighteen. Hey, he'll grow up right. I'll say that much. <laughs> Three hots and a cot sure. and a guaranteed job. Yep. Uh, actually, I was uh, going to enlist at sixteen. Well, I was just sixteen, and I wasn't old enough to do that. But I mean, I used to go right in beside uh, the army in Sudbury. And they're like, what are you doing? No, I'm just running. <laughs> it was like a few, a month, few months before my birthday. But they wouldn't let me join, so I was like, fuck it. <laughs> so, yeah, that was something that always sat with me. It's like, you know, obviously obviously, it's a, it's a moral issue in the sense of, like, you know, which side do you support? But at the end of the day, it's like the Constitution is, is true morality because the Constitution doesn't have a side. The Constitution is the law. Right. So... If it came down to it of like, do I stand with President Trump who has done nothing unconstitutional or do I stand with, for lack of better terms, somebody like AOC who I know is unconstitutional but believes they're acting in the best interests of the United States for whatever reason, where should I stand? What would be the correct choice as somebody who is sworn to uphold? Of course, personally, I'm going to stand with Trump because, again... The Constitution is factual, and Trump has not broken those facts. The Democrats have. Wait, okay, so would you wait, have here's... to stand with either of them, though, or could it be like a mutiny? It's like, no, I'm true to like the army and my word, and both of you guys are fucked up, so we're not listening to either of you two, and we're just going to keep our guns loaded and ready in case you guys try and pull some other shit. Again, Here, it kind of depends on it. Kind of depends on how how the uh, situation presents how it, itself. Well, how the how the yeah. Um, here's here's what the oath of enlistment actually is. Yeah, okay? go ahead, read it. it. It says, and and you and I both took this oath. It says, I. You say your name. Right. Do solemnly swear that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. And that I will obey the orders of the President of the United States and the orders of the officers appointed over me according to regulations and the Uniform Code of Military Justice. So help me God. The regulations uh, and and the Uniform Code of Military Justice, that's lawful, unlawful orders. You don't have to follow an unlawful order. Lawful orders only. But you see, so, you see, you see where the dilemma was because we still yeah. have to we still have to execute the orders of the office of the president or right. officials 
over us, which but would be if, the Senate, which the would be the over you are following this oath of, of enlistment. They, too, should realize we are with the president. We have to the, the, you. The president is the commander in chief. Right. So you don't have to worry about Congress taking control of the military. That's not going to fucking happen. The president is the is the commander in chief. But if your higher ups are actually holy shit, and those pictures are from Fort Bliss too. That's where I was stationed. Old Ironsides. That's the same brig- uh, same fucking division I was. With. Anyway, um, I was just looking at the background <laughs> picture for the oath of enlistment. That's the old Ironsides. That that was my fucking brigade. Um, no, uh, they should be doing if they're doing their job right. They're not. They're not taking people's guns. They're not fucking. They're not taking away the constitutional rights. If they're not doing their job right and they're not adhering to that oath of enlistment, they should be removed. That's all there is to it. There it oh, is. There you go. Signed, sealed, and delivered. So, guys, I just I just want to let you know, if, if the Civil War ever comes and you want to know where people stand, anybody who has taken that oath of enlistment, if they and if they've taken it seriously, that's where they stand. But now it brings up to another uh, conversation that we were going to have. We'll get this one out because that was the whole entire point of this episode. And we've ignored (laughs) this one completely. We'll get it. There has been a major rise in this country. Again, going back to like Venus was saying earlier about attacks on people because of stupid hats or or uh, being. Let's call it what it is in this country right now. And it's happening in Canada, too, but it's very predominant in, in the United States right now is there is a fight against natural born straight white Christian males. But there's a war against Caucasians in general right now. I'm going to call it what it is. Okay, and I'm no by no means am I a white supremacist. I'm not saying that we're unjustifiably this, that, or the other, and blah 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 blah. No, this is this is factual. When you're battling people because they're Trump supporters, and even if they're black or Hispanic or woman or whatever, oh, you're a white nationalist or you're an Uncle Tom because of it. It is a war on it. When everybody in every person of color can be as racist as they want to be to a white person and it's not considered racist but if even right now with me speaking out against it will label me a racist even though I am by no means a racist there's a problem in this country the, the, the word racist has lost its meaning it has lost its way it is an ugly terrible thing that should not exist and really didn't exist anymore yes there were small groups of uh, black supremacists and white supremacists still within this country I'm not going to say there wasn't racism wasn't completely dead but it was nowhere near as predominant as it seems to be in this culture today Mm-hmm. But here is my question. Who is the true racist? Is it the white conservative male who happens to support Trump on average? Not the alt-right. Fuck them. We know they're fucking racist pieces of shits. Fuck them. But the average person, somebody like Brian who does wear a MAGA hat, supports the president of the United States. I know for a fact he's not a racist. But in this culture, he's a racist. Is he truly a racist, or is it the ones that are trying to make everything that goes against what they believe in racist? Who's the true racist, and who's the ones that's really creating the racial issue within this country? The word racist doesn't even have a bite anymore. 
It, 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 it doesn't. We I've been so desensitized to the word racist now. I get called a racist. I don't give a shit anymore. I just I don't give a fuck anymore. But then when you have real racists come along, you can't even call them a fucking racist because they just laugh in your fucking face. Like it's just. Well, see, I care because I, I see. I, I disagree with you. I can, you, you're you're not wrong that it's lost its power. It's lost its meaning because it's used for everything under its sun. But I do care, and the reason mm-hmm. I care is because I don't want to be lumped in with these hateful fucking people. Yeah. They are very evil people who actually believe in racism, that they're superior to some other person because of skin color or station in life. These mm-hmm. are evil fucking people, and they should not should be ostracized. They should be uh, beaten down. They should be uh, uh, exercised from our society. I absolutely yeah. agree with that. But to use it as a political platform to claim that because my skin has less melanin than yours that I have some sort of privilege or that I've held down your people in some way, shape, or form, even though I have never done anything, to, neither of my family in any way, shape, or form, nor have I exhibited that type of behavior in any way, shape, or form, how dare you lump me into that group of people? Yep. Well, you were born white after crime. Yeah, that's the way it is today. You know, if you, if you're born if you're born white, you're you're automatically an oppressor. You're a, a, in this country they like to use the word colonizer. Uh, you like uh, you're 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 privileged and your own privilege. Even if you even if you buy into their bullshit and say, you know what, I am I do have white privilege and everything else. How can I fix this? Fix this? You can't. You're still a racist. Even if even if you're on our side, you're still a racist. They they've made a no win scenario for anybody who doesn't want to be labeled this. So you wind up becoming like Brian said, where you no longer give a fuck. How does this fix the problem? How does Brian no longer giving a shit about being called a racist fix the racism in this country? It doesn't. But it, the yep. question is, is it more racist for me to call out the fact that these things are false accusations against most people? Like the, the, the white kids that, uh, that yes, were guilty of being arrogant little pricks, you know, in the MAGA hats with the, with the, the supposed uh, Native American uh, uh, Vietnam War veteran and oh, the, and the black Israelites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, were they arrogant little pricks? Absolutely. Were they racist? No. The ones that were aggressive against them, they were. But you can't say that because yep. I said that I'm a racist. Or look at the video of the one uh, black kid who attacked the, the kid because he's got a MAGA hat on in the school hallway, ripped the flag out of his uh, out of his hand, uh, using the N word every which way from Sunday at him. You know, bullied him into submission. Yep. They don't. They don't attack the black kid for for putting his hands on on the white kid. They attack the white kid because he wore a Trump hat. And you want to know something? I'm waiting for the day somebody does it to me. Oh, because I'm I'm, I'm I'm I wish a bitch would. You know he's he's suing Washington Post for 250 million. Good. He's suing him for 250 million, and all of the other networks that he's suing combined comes up to like 11 point some odd billion dollars. And he's already said that if he gets every penny of it, he's donating it all to the wall. Good. I know. That's 
fucking genius. You're going to make the Washington Post and Alyssa Milano pay for the fucking wall? That's a win, win, win. <laughs> what oh, the God, fuck? Alyssa Milano. But, but, but the fact of the matter is, is not only is, like, what is the true racist uh, that, that's cre- creating the division in the country, but how do we fix it? How do we stop this nonsense? You can't, man. That you is can't my question. You can't kill an idea. Look, as, as racism does exist, but it's not nearly as rampant as the left would have you believe. No, it's not near. nearly as rampant. Because if it was as rampant as they say it is, I'd look out my window right now and see a white a white guy beating the shit out of a black guy in the street right next to my house. If it was as rampant as they said it is, and it's not. Racism does exist, but not to that degree. And you can't kill an idea. It's impossible to kill an idea. There's always going to be somebody who's I don't like black people, and obviously they're not, they wouldn't say black people. But you can't. You can. I, I thought I thought we almost had it obliterated. We did. I thought we had it almost down to nothing. We did. Pretty much. We did. We had we had a world. Don't where we still? We 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 had a world where where cultures were combining together. Uh, relationships were becoming heavily interracial. We were we were beating the 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 the, the systematic racism as they like to throw out there. We were beating it. And then Obama was coming out of office. And he was replaced by an orange guy. Hawaiian Kenyan, yep. Let's put it down to its essentials. What started the racism in America? Obama was no longer president. That's another thing. Look, if racism is so fucking rampant, how the fuck did Obama get two two terms? Are you fucking kidding me? Mm -hmm. If, if, If racism was so rampant and just running crazy as the left to have you believe how the fuck did we have a black president two terms who the fuck voted for him was it like everybody who voted for him just magically turned around and went oh well fuck black people i'm gonna vote for that white guy now like really <laughs> no. yes i mean you you face it up there in canada i mean is it is it as bad as like it, it pretty much is becoming down here in the united states well, you know what, you hear about it all the time and and you hear like like we have a yellow vest movement and everyone who supports yellow vest is racist and far right. Like there's people that like immigrated from all parts of the world of these yellow vest movements. And then we have Antifa that's like, Oh, you guys are all racist and stuff and they're like attacking old men and everything. Like, my landlord came from Africa. <laughs> Like, he was in my apartment, like, fixing my lights and stuff. Like, we had a decent conversation. And it was just interesting. Like, oh, cool, you were in Africa. Oh, yeah, and I went to Greece. And said, oh, yeah, how was Greece? And I don't remember, like, a single, like, racist thing about it. Just besides, oh, that that black guy was fixing the lights. And then I thought that was my landlord. And I was like, oh, okay. But, <laughs> I mean, I could have been, like, you know, that, like, hick looking dude or that hillbilly looking dude but i mean when you're like explaining someone you don't know like what's the first thing that comes to mind like oh you know that, that guy with that accent or something or you know that girl with the purple hair <laughs> uh but no like i don't really see racism a lot like i did see it quite a bit against like natives and stuff but i mean i used to hang out with natives like some of my best Facebook friends are natives. Like, I'm part native. 
I used to bring my kids to like native ceremonies and stuff and native meetings and everything. Like a lot of people just, some people just don't get along. I tried getting along with a feminist the other day. Well, for a while. And I tried being <laughs> friends with her. I just can't be friends with her. And like, I, I hope all feminists aren't like that, but she was just fucking atrocious. Like why do you send me poop pictures and making lesbian comments towards me? And like what? Like I, I have, totally was anti-feminist before that and I'm like you know what quit being a bitch to everyone and you know just try to be nice and I'm like you know what fuck this shit but it has nothing to do with color or anything it's the person themselves piss you off so fuck them like <laughs> well see what, what, what brought this up and wanted me to make this as a, as a, as a subject matter and, and really discuss this was our good friend uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez <laughs> Uh, during this donkey. whole donkey, <laughs> you know, uh, yes. who... white people need to stop having babies and get more abortions. Well, okay, that's cool. Um, the government cut funding for abortions in the states. Didn't Trump do that? But he also put more money into um, adoptions and whatnot. Uh, more white people need to stop having babies. More fucking donkeys need to shut their fucking mouths. Okay, like he haw haw you fucking honky ho. Yeah, that was that was the, and and that's 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 an exact quote. More white women, white women. How is that not need racist? to get abortion? It's it's kind of it's kind of my point where I was going with Cortez uh, during this whole entire Trump hearing, this winch hunt. Uh, the Republicans were intending to bring a uh, former staff uh, member of President Trump, a, who was, I believe, a black woman. Uh, to the stand as proof she volunteered she wanted to do this to prove that Donald Trump has never in any way shape or form treated her or has she ever seen him treat anybody who was a person of color uh, in a racist or disrespectful manner you know and you would think hey great a, a black lady wants to come up and defend this guy and of course Acosta Cortez took to Twitter and claimed that that in itself is an act of racism with you claiming that you have black people on your staff and then parading them around is the definition of token racism. So now even with black people who wish to defend a white person, that's not them coming to the defense of somebody who is not a racist. No, 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 no. That is a racist using a person of color as a token. Basically, Ocasio-Cortez just called this woman a token N-word. Mm-hmm. Is really so what she did. She's disregarding her experiences. Well, that's not very um, feminine. feminine. <laughs> oh, good Lord. All that, oh, what is that? Oh, my God. Sorry. Hypocrisy. That one quote I heard, like, was. Yeah, the one quote I heard one time was like, all feminist women like women until they meet a conservative woman. Right, you know. Feminist women, the the, the feminist movement, a perfect example. uh, Feminist movement, the the third wave feminists, Mm -hmm. believes that women are equal to men, which is true. Actually, nowadays, third third wave feminists uh, believe that women are superior to men. And in turn have the rights to decide 
to be whatever they want to be. They have the ability. They have the talent. They have the the brains and everything else to be whatever they want to be. You can never tell a woman she can't be what she wants to be. And then comes a woman that says, I want to be a housewife and be good to my husband. You're a traitor. You are not a true feminist. That's what she wants to be. How she doesn't want to be a feminist. How is that I don't want to be a feminist. You know, if, if a woman wants to be Donna fucking Reed, how is that not furtherment to, to, to her as, as an independent, strong woman? Because it ruins their agenda of this is how it has to be. Well, once you have one person that says, well, I don't want to do that, and you're not part of them, then you're against them. I just, I, I don't get it. How? I don't get how people buy into this. They talk out of both sides of their mouths and neither side meets in the middle to create a fully functional sentence. (laughs) Feminism, women can be whatever they want, but you can't be a housewife. Mm -hmm. You are not a racist if you're helping people of color, but if those people of color come to your defense, they're tokens. I mean... (laughs) That's why that's why when as soon as you start as soon as I usually start to have a conversation with a leftist and as soon as they start talking about racism, I already don't fucking take you seriously. I, I can't take anything else you say fucking seriously. Cause all it does is proves ignorance and hypocrisy. That's all it is. As soon as the word racist gets thrown around now, instantly you come to mind. Nope, you're a hypocrite. Look, I, I watched See, like- I watched a, I watched a lecture. It's, it's a couple of years old. I watched a lecture from uh, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. Okay, now for those who don't know, Milo is is very much a a, a conservative extremist uh, lecturer. He 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 likes to stir the pot. Mm-hmm. Okay, he he's he's not as so much uh, factual as somebody like a Ben Shapiro. He's he's closer to an Alex Jones. Okay, uh, in in a sense of like what he says may may not. Be I'm gonna true. be honest with you. I'm yeah. kind of retarded. I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> what he what he what he says may or may not be, uh, be factually accurate. In fact, more often than not, it usually is factually accurate to the to the facts. Uh, but the way he delivers it is sensationalism. Mm-hmm. You know, so he he would be considered like a far right. But. He's also a uh, British gay man who's married to a black man. Yet these idiot liberals come up to him and call him a white supremacist. Of course, his response is, do you realize how much black dick I've had in my mouth? You know what I mean? (laughs) To call me a black supremacist or a white supremacist. You know, like his husband Mm -hmm. is at home. Uh, you know, blacker than midnight black guy, but he's a he's a white supremacist. And again, if he turns around and says my husband's black, well, he's a he's a token. How is that not racist? It totally is. How is that argument in its own right not racist? You are dismissing a person because their agenda doesn't fit yours, and you're 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 making them less valuable than another person of that same race because their value their value is different than yours mm-hmm. how is that not the definition of racism so who's the real racist the donald trump or the idiot that's calling donald trump a racist mm-hmm. you know who who's the more racist Do people even know what they're talking about they don't they don't know anymore i don't know anymore 
I lost point. I lost track of my own point because it's so freaking frustrating. How I'm is just this? offended, so you're wrong. In this in this day and age, in 2019, it has been 60 years since uh, Martin Luther King's march, the Civil Rights Movement. It has been. 200 years, well, less than 200, but still around about 200, since the abolishment of slavery and everything else. How is this still a fucking thing? Well, Ben just lumbering up the past. (laughs) I'm going to look something up because... I got, I got a point I want to make here in a minute, but I want to I want to make sure I got the right number. Go ahead. No, go ahead. How is this in this day and age a fucking thing? Have we not reached an, a day and age where skin color is just skin color, where genitalia is just genitalia, that everybody is equal? Individuals, sure, but equal. That cult, diverse care, uh, cultures should be celebrated. Not demolished in this day and age. How is this not happening? Well, because someone got pissed off, took a little fit, didn't get their trophy, went home crying, and well, I'm going to take it to Twitter, and I'm going to take it to social media and degrade you and like demonize you to the world. And they're going to listen to me because, because I'm bitching about it and blah, 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 and everyone deserves to like be heard when they bitch and blah 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 it's stupid like (laughs) wow you're good at like being on social media and you're good at relating to people because no one listened to you when you were bitching well okay Mm -hmm. well the whole world's hearing me now and i'm gonna be a role model to you the role model for what suck it up buttercup like (laughs) you fucking lost you didn't get your way deal with it change your fucking approach do something else, and maybe the big people will listen to you while you're sitting there and screaming and having a three-year-old fucking temper tantrum. Oh, mm-hmm. and, and before Brian jumps into this, can I just point out that, you know, in fairness, because something something V said, it, most of the people on Twitter and stuff like that, it, it, the, the problem I have is that it's higher up than just your average American. But the problem is majority of the ones, the most vocal ones that are calling people racist or, or xenophobic or Islamophobic or homophobic or transophobic, all the phobics they want to throw out there, you know, and, and, and throwing racist majority of them that are doing that are suburban white kids. Not all like AOC we know is, is Hispanic descent, but I mean, majority of them are a fucking Rich boys and girls from the fucking suburbs. Like, and when were these people ever racist towards anyone that they're calling racist? Or are they just making it a fight to be like, uh, oh my god, that reminds me of that Amy Schumer when she's walking down in D.C. and has the fucking, like, uh, her fist up for the fucking black power sign or whatever. You look like a fucking idiot, okay? Like, oh, apparently we can't do this anymore idiot. either. Oh yeah, that somehow okay, the okay mm-hmm. symbol where you where you uh, your index and thumb. I'm saying it for the radio people where your index and thumb people are in a circle and you put up the other three fingers. The okay the sign. Yeah, yeah, the okay sign. That somehow is a racist gesture now. Why? Because yep. Donald Trump did it. 
That's yep. the truth. And while everyone else is doing that, I think Obama did that how many times? Hey, you know what? Trump ran for president, too. Does that make Bernie Sanders a fucking racist? Does that make Cory Booker a fucking racist? Technically, by definition, Bernie Sanders hates fucking rich people, even though he is one. He's a self-hating racist. He, he's a, Nobody fucking takes him serious. The problem is, is too many people take oh, him serious. Not. Nobody fucking takes him serious. I, I wouldn't discount him. He, he, can't, he I am not worried. I, look, look, if if, if uh, Hillary Clinton didn't rig the DNC against <laughs> him, he would have beat Clinton for the nomination. And I've said I it before, and I will that, say it again. With the lazy Americans who believe in the bullshit of the so- democratic socialism, I wouldn't count him out. He's a threat. But he's not mm-hmm. just a threat to Donald Trump. He's a threat he's to all of life. He's age before he even gets to the presidency. If we're fucking lucky... <laughs> <laughs> I had my daughter ask me earlier, like, Mom, what's the difference between liberals and conservatives? I was like, well, you know, liberals, um, they want to give everyone honey, everything. you know those kids that come to school in the short bus whenever you go to school? <laughs> those are liberals. Well, she just told me when I grow up, Mom, I want to be an actor. I was like, you know what? You can be whatever you want. Don't be a liberal. <laughs> and she was like, well, what is a liberal? And I was like, well, they want everything handed to them. They don't want to do anything in their lives. Um, they demand that everyone pays for everything for them. Um, they have a whole war on terrorism, and they're letting bad people into our country right now because it's racist not to. And, I, and like, I, I don't want to, like, get into too many details, like, about everything, about ISIS and everything, all this crap. Her face just drops, and she's like, well, you know, maybe one day I'll change that. And I'm like, well, then maybe you should be a conservative. And she's like, what's that? I was like, well, you know, they're a little bit meaner, but they make you work for your shit. Um, they actually care about their country a little bit more. Um, they don't tolerate this, well, you have to like someone because of this shit and whatnot. Um, but they're mean. I was like, so either you be like, <laughs> either you be mean and you fix them, or you're not going to have anything to, to hold against them. Because, like, Quite frankly, like, she's my little girl, and if she wants to have a liberal attitude and, you know, pull the little three-year-old fits and stuff, that's understandable. Then her conservative type of mom, you know, like, just picture in this, like, so everyone can follow me here. And, like, as a parent, you got to be more conservative, walk in and be like, no, put your foot down and be the big meanie, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty much the difference that I had to give her, like, kids versus adults. <laughs> well, here, I'm about to be a mean conservative right now. Oh, no. <laughs> People like my cousin, who is supporting the socialist movement, the democratic socialism, it's different from every other socialism because the other ones were Soviet in nature or communistic in nature, and democratic socialism is just giving stuff to the people that, er- that deserve it. Okay. Bernie Sanders is platform. He wants to take money from the 1%, the top 1% of the top 1%. He is the top 1%. You want me to believe in democratic socialism being the change in difference? Bernie, put your money where your mouth is. Start dealing out your houses. Start dealing out your money to every Where's my poor share of that million bucks you made for your campaign, motherfucker? Right now. Deal it out. Deal it out to the part-time McDonald's workers that are making minimum wage. I want to see yep. you physically do that. I want. I don't even want third-party shit. I don't want you handing it to a bank account and they dole it out. No, I want you to walk into McDonald's right now to the guy cleaning the fucking table, making seven fifteen an hour, and I want you to hand him three hundred thousand fucking dollars, cash. 
no check, no paper trail, just here's your money, here's your share of what I've earned. Prove to me that, that, that you, that's what you stand for. You do that, I'll support democratic socialism. Till then, it's an empty fucking word. Yep. That leads to the exact same end. Communism. Yep. Sorry, go ahead, Brian. <laughs> you want? Oh no, you're no, you're right. I was, I was going to make a point earlier. That's what um, I was saying. Go ahead about. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So America, right as of right now, is 242 years old. Right. Um, I was curious, and I looked up the average length of uh, governments of empires, if you would, throughout history, and the average length of a uh, civilization is about 349 years, about 350 years. We're about 100 years off from that. And that's the average. So we could actually be way lower than that and still fit in with that fucking model. Right. Is there going to come a point where America falls just because that's the natural progression of things? Basically, are you asking, is Rome burning? Is Rome burning? And is it is it destined to burn no matter what we do? I don't know because I mean, yeah, on average civilizations, but like let's let's look at our our neighbors across the pond. The monarchy, although it's now a parliament and and is kind of having its own decline with with its liberal agenda, but look at how long the uh, the British monarchy has stood mm-hmm. unbroken. Yeah, you know. Uh, there are examples of civilization beating those odds. Now, I'm not saying we become a monarchy, but I'm just saying not every civilization has dropped in in those types of things. I mean, even look at look at the older dynasties of things like China, like the Ming dynasties. They they lasted for how many centuries? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and stuff. So, I mean. Is Rome falling? Well, it absolutely seems like it's following the same course. You know, uh, the Roman Empire fell pretty much the same way as America's setting up right now. Mm-hmm. You know, with the mob rule mentality and then with totalitarian dictatorship, which later falls in. Uh, the loss of morals and the, and the family value. Which given way to orgies and 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 uh, I know I'm gonna get shot for saying this, but like <laughs> transgenderism mm-hmm. and and gender fluidity, all this happened in Rome at the end of days mm-hmm. of the Roman Empire. Am I saying that's the exact thing that destroyed Rome? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if history repeats itself, we're repeating it right now. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I see. I, I I tend to believe. I don't know what I believe. I tend. I I hope that we can get this fucking train back on the tracks. Because right now we are derailing fucking hard. And I'm hoping we can get it back on the tracks. But if we can't, what comes after this? If America is destined to burn at some point, right? What comes after it? We go home. I am home. Ethically, we go home. What do you mean? I imagine people that were from descendants of Africans will go back to Africa. People who are descendants of Europe will go back to Europe. People that were descendants of Canada go back to Canada. We go home. 
this, which, by the way, this word really bothers me, but this great experiment of the United States falls, we go back to the civilizations that we all originally came from in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. But America will rise again. Rome rose again. I mean, it's not yeah. it's not the power it once was, but it rose again. Right. America will rise again. It won't be it won't be anything like it was. It may very well be a, a colony. Right. It, the United States may get swallowed up by Canada and Mexico. Thanks, Venus. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't really answer for you what what comes after the fall of, of the United States, but I mean, life goes on. Yeah. It does make me wonder though, what the world would look like without the United States. Cause we've been the police of the world for 200 years. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I actually saw a video on YouTube. Um, <clears throat> and it was the world after the USA, like after the world, after the U.S like, perishes to exist. And it actually seems like quite a, like, calm and peaceful place. Like, this was, like, I think two years ago. I mean, things have, like, drastically changed since then. But the world was, like, a super peaceful place. Everyone minded their own business. Like, terrorism, like, was at a halt because there's nobody being bombarded for their oil. And, yeah. I don't know. Personally, I just think, like, countries should break down into, like, states or, like, provinces. Like, Kansas can be its own little state, and you just mind your own fucking business and leave Kansas alone. Or Texas could be its own state, and, like, Texas does what it wants, and you leave them the fuck alone. Like, it's smaller populations. It's not, like, billions of people anymore. It's, like, a few thousands to, like, a couple millions of people. And they do what's best for them. No one's gonna fuck with them, you know? You do your own thing, you live off your own land, you do it Whatever the fuck, well, no this, one's gonna give a shit. With this video, with this video that you watched, let me ask a question because it, it, it has my curiosity. The the uh, the the world, the countries of the world are more peaceful and everything else because the United States is no longer around. But did it address why? Is it because of the fact that everybody went back into? seclusion and isolation from each other and their own little governments and their own little uh, 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 belief systems? Or is it because, and, and, and you know, they no longer had a, a, a common foe in, in the United States and their shining example of freedom? Uh, what I think it was is um, the USA was on a self-destruct mode and destroyed itself. That's and everyone that, just that, that, true, yeah. Right, but I'm, I'm saying as far as the rest of the world, the rest of the world changing and becoming, is it because of the global utopia that we always hear about, or is it because the shining example of of what we were, or at least the idea of us was, is no longer a threat to those countries? Uh, no, um, everyone like the USA just went on a self destruct mode, and instead of any country stepping in, everyone just minded their own business, and it destroyed itself. Citizens killed each other. Government killed each other. I mean, every it, everyone just ceased to exist pretty much. That like, sounds about due right. to war. And nobody gave a shit. Everyone stood back and said, well, turned their head the other way. That sounds about right. Which actually seems kind of more plausible. And this movie was, I think it was like a year old when I saw it. And this was about two years ago. 
That's interesting. What's the name of the movie? Do you know? Um, I'll look for it now. Okay, because um, I'd be interested in seeing that. I would too. Uh, but while she's looking that up, guys, we'll let you, we'll let you guys know what uh, what that is. While she's looking that up, guys, let's remember that uh, it's time to wrap up the show. Let's remember that tomorrow night Venus will be hosting. Uh, it had to be said. I will let her talk about the uh, the, the subject matter that she's going to have on it. But uh, I will let you know that we will have a special guest on It Had to Be Said. And I'm actually really happy to say this. Brian, you know what I'm about to say. Oh, yeah. That uh, we're returning to Realm of the Mist as a special guest, not permanently, you know, uh, unless she wants it to be, we could talk about it, but we it's not in discussion at the moment, so don't take it as like she's returning to Realm of the Mist. <laughs> but uh, Christina Talley, hostess of That Trans Geek Girl, which used to be here on Realm of the Mist Entertainment, will be sitting in on the panel to have the discussion on, on this week's It Had to Be Said. And I'm thrilled to have her. It's been a while since she's been around. It's going to be interesting to sit down and have a conversation with her again. It's going to be really cool. Uh, but while Venus is looking that up before she tells you about her show and everything else, Brian, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you and what you're going to be up to this week? You guys can find me at the Star Wars Cannon Podcast. No, I'm just kidding. No, you guys can find me at the Star Wars Cannon Podcast on YouTube. We're going live this weekend, uh, Saturday, 8.30 Central Standard Time. Uh, it's going to be a really big episode, actually, because we haven't done one in like three weeks. So it's going to be a really big episode. I'm going to see if uh, Chris wants to get in on this one, if you're free this weekend. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get some... Oh, man. Okay, well, fair enough. Uh, but we'll, we'll figure something out and make it a, a nice big show. I'm working on trying to get a special guest for it. Um but uh, you guys can also find me at the Facebook page of the Star Wars Canon Podcast, as well as on War of the Stars with Mark and Chris, and right here on uh, pretty much any of the shows for Realm of the Mist. And of course, you can find me right here on Realm of the Mist Entertainment, uh, Realm of the Mist Podcast, War of the Stars, the Star Wars Podcast, which is heard every Wednesday. And of course, you guys can find me on uh, It Had to Be Said with uh, Venus. Uh, it's her show, but I sit in the background and I pop in every so often. Uh, but I want to talk about Realm of the Mist podcast. Next week, we are going to have a special guest on that as well. That is the comic book author that I was supposed to have a couple weeks ago, but he wound up ill. So uh, Fred Swartz, the uh, author of the new comic book, a local comic book called Hard Bodies, uh, will be joining us for on the panel to talk entertainment, politics, and also about his book. So make sure you're checking that out. Uh, and Venus. Oh. Also, don't forget to check us out on Anchor.fm, <laughs> Spotify, iTunes, and all the places you can hear podcasts because we are there. And make sure you hit that little link down in the description below uh, to if you want to support these shows, you want to see them grow and, and prosper. Uh, the more the more you help, the more we provide, or the more we can get to be uh, provide a better show for you guys. So thank you very much in advance. Make sure you hit that support uh, link, Venus. <laughs> yes. Okay, so just looking at YouTube right now. Um, so if you um, search on YouTube, The World Without America, uh, there's like five videos I'm looking at just right at the top. I'll have to find exactly which one it is. Um, once I do, I'll post a link in the comments below. But you guys can check those out for now. <clears throat> They're like uh, over an hour long documentaries. Two and a half hours is one of them. Well, holy shit. Second I know what I'm falling asleep seven to hours tonight. And 11 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah. 
I have to give me a few minutes to figure out exactly which one it is, but they all seem pretty interesting. Um, and I'll see you guys tomorrow at, what is it, Central Time? Eastern Time? Eastern Time. Okay, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. i got quite <laughs> a few uh, guest co-hosts to join me tomorrow, so this will be really interesting. Um, talking about um, internet safety for parents, um, shitty people with shitty behaviors, and what it means to be a real woman. So that'll be here tomorrow. Um, and you can find me here. You can find me on Facebook, Danish Chan, or Skylar Nova is my backup account. Instagram is the same thing. Uh, <laughs> and that's about it. So I'll see you guys tomorrow. All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining us for Rumble this podcast. We'll see you next week. And make sure you're tuning in tomorrow for it. He said Wednesday for War of the Stars and this weekend for Star Wars Canon Podcast. And eventually we might pop out another after hours here or there. You never know. Yeah. We need a laugh here or there. Till guys, yes, thank you very sir. much. Have a wonderful evening. <laughs>